You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Hey, hey you. If you're listening to this and don't want to hear expletives, you probably shouldn't listen to it. It's going to get interesting. Tell me his name again. Thanos. He's a plague, Tony. He invades planets. He takes what he wants. He wipes out half the population. He sent Loki. The attack on New York. That's him. This is him. What's our timeline? No telling. He has the power in space stones. That already makes him the strongest creature in the whole universe. If he gets his hands on all six stones, Tony. He could destroy life on a scale hitherto ungrounded. This is the Geek.io Rant and Review with your hosts, CJ, Rachel, Josh, Carrie, <laughs> Raul, and everyone's favorite Aussie, Dale Campbell. This week, we do some soul stone searching as we rant and review Avengers Infinity War. We just let this play and talk over it. What? This is going to be the cutest intro ever. Dust in the winds. <laughs> this is Geek.io episode 245. Oh, rants and review. Okay. <laughs> 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 Wow. <laughs> that most, was the feels. The most chill <laughs> intro for an Infinity War podcast. Right. <laughs> okay, so we're a bit late, guys. Sorry. Real life happened. But this is the 10th of May, 2018. Where is CJ? Right there. Oh, that's nice. That's the guy. I know. He's muted. I know. That's oh. <laughs> uh, I'm Raul, a spider flying into space. Uh, I'm Dale, a dark Captain America is my new husband. Da-da! I've declared it. We're married now. It's legal. You can't do anything about it, Campbell. His name's Nomad. I'm ending number 14,606, bitches. I'm Carrie. Sisters are doing it for themselves. And I'm Josh, welcoming being in the 50%. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Death by Mage says, most chill for the most, quote unquote, soul crushing movie. Right? Oh, man, you guys. <clears throat> this has been uh. a get into making. Avengers Infinity War came out on the 27th of April, 2018, worldwide. They did not, Thanos demanded their silence, so everybody got this movie on the same day. Ah. Uh, the Avengers and their allies must be willing to sacrifice all in an, all, that, that, sacrifice all in an attempt to defeat the powerful Thanos before his blitz of destruction put uh, and ruin puts into the universe. Factually incorrect. Uh, this movie shows everybody. This this movie has everybody in it, every single person. Every MCU <laughs> every movie. Single. Oh, except 
Except for CJ's most favorite person in the world. Who is CJ's most favorite person in the world who isn't in this movie? So happy Droopy Dog was that. <laughs> so, okay. It's easier to say the people who were not in this movie. Hawkeye was not in this movie. Yep. Ant-Man yep. was not in this movie. That makes me sad. Yeah. Uh, they took a deal. Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll get they that We'll get that story in a couple of months with Amanda. He needs comfort. Oh. Well, Death by Mage says Thanos used the time stone to mitigate temporal dilation of movie release. <laughs> that too. Oh, um, no, that's what he has Thor for, right? No, Reggie, the first time you typed that was correct. Howard <laughs> the Sock was not in this movie. Howard <laughs> the Sock was not in this movie. 1000% correct on that one. I'm a little surprised we didn't get Cosmo or anything like that in nowhere, but we'll get, yeah. Um, so he has some trivia. This is the 19th film released by Marvel Studios in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 19 movies in 10 years. Jesus. Yeah. Oof. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll be the longest one, 156 minutes, which will make it the longest Marvel film to uh, movie, film movie to date following Captain America Civil War, which was 147 minutes. And Civil War felt like it too. This didn't, though. No, it didn't. You're wrong. It's as simple as that. Uh, <laughs> Steve Rogers, uh, Chris Evans had a new look for this film at the end of Captain America Civil War. Steve Rogers quit cap- being Captain America, something which had occurred several times in the comic books. For the first time, he issued the identity of Nomad. Uh, Rogers' costume in this film captured the basic elements of the Nomad character in that it is primary blue and features yellow disc-like objects attached to the collar. For the second time, Steve Rogers quit. He was full, had a fully grown, scraggly beard and would eventually shave the beard as his new identity as, as a captain. Coincident- consequently, the physical appearance of the costume for Steve Rogers is a combination of the two most popular times he quit being Captain America. I'm Captain America. I'll tell you what. Uh, IMAX stated this film, along with uh, the Untitled Avengers movie 2019, uh, was entirely filmed with digital 2D RE Alexa IMAX Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we just we said everyone everyone's Amazon. We've we've Amazoned it everyone. Yeah, I just uh made everybody get IMAX tickets, so I apologize. Uh, <laughs> to this movie. You're welcome. Which are specially customized versions of the RE uh, that word, 65 cameras with IMAX technology. Captain America Civil War was the first Marvel Cinematic Universe to incorporate new cameras, but only for the Air Force sequence. This made Avengers Infinity War the first non-documentary film to be shot entirely with IMAX cameras, although it did not use the traditional IMAX ratio of uh, one, uh, 1.43 to 1, but rather the digital IMAX ratio of 1.90 to 1, which closely matches the 1.85 to 1 aspect ratio of the Avengers 2012 and AMA 2015. And I'm, oh, pretty, I'm yeah. the only one who gives a shit about that, by the I, way. Oh, I was about to say, am I the only, the way you were reading that, I was like, am I the only one who gives a shit about that? How unenthusiastically <laughs> you were reading that? <laughs> That's cool, isn't it? It is. It's so cool. I love this shit. Like this shit makes me so happy. And and you can clearly tell. Like it makes a di- huge difference. Yeah, it really does. Uh, and finally, my favorite one: Tom Holland was not allowed to read the script for this film since he revealed too many secrets for Spider-Man: Homecoming, which is that fucking makes- hilarious. That makes me so happy. 
But I mean, to be fair, he didn't spoil the ending of the movie like three years ago. Looking at you, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, yeah. Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Mark, water Ruffalo, goddammit. What did he say? I just... Hi, my name, my name is uh, Water Buffalo. I hear you guys are talking about my new movie. He he completely spoiled the ending oh, yeah. of this movie. He's like, oh, he, somebody said something about um, something about the deaths and um, Avengers movies. He goes, oh, don't get me started on all of the deaths or yeah, something. He's like, oh, oh, just wait till the next one. Everybody dies, and you yeah. see, you see the guy who plays Rhodey. He's like, dude, and he like smacks him in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a spoiler to say that everyone's yeah it is Avengers movie right yes it is well, by the way we're spoiling the, the Avengers just the FYI is, is that nobody believed him yeah well it's because as of late like there's only been one death like that stuck in the Avengers movies and that was Quicksilver like that's it and only because Fox was like yeah you can have Quicksilver for one movie <laughs> have him on loan Quicksilver on loan and basically well they were trying to do the X-Men things with him in it and you know, so you know Quicken Silver exactly <laughs> then, then they uh, you know put Oscar Isaacs in, uh, Oscar Isaacs in uh, Ivan Ooze's costume and uh, kind of ruined the X-Men franchise for a little bit <laughs> revenge <laughs> Because the X-Men franchise has needed help ruining itself? Uh, yeah, considering First Class was good, and uh, Days of Future Past was alright. It was confusing, but it was alright. And then Apocalypse came around, it was hot garbage. <laughs> no, cold garbage, hot garbage. So bad. Alright, so, this movie, y'all, I'm trying not to get talk too much about the movie, because uh, our guest is going to be joining us here shortly, and I don't want to talk about too much of, like, the nitty-gritty of the movie without him. Uh, <laughs> um, yes. So, this is why I'm a little bit more okay with talking about, you know, Ivan Ooze and X-Men. Yeah. Dark Phoenix Saga, brought to us by DC Comics. <laughs> like, okay, was I the only one who saw the Pawn Stars guy every time I looked at Thanos? I've never seen Pawn Stars, so yes. <laughs> Damn it, Gary! <laughs> now that's all I'm going to be able to see now. He really should have I... kept the armor on. He really the armor was that. so fucking cool. Uh, though it was a little weird, like when he took the Tesseract, like he needed to take off his coat. Like I don't understand why he needed to take off his armor for that one. Like, what? I mean, he took it at that point. He just went completely armorless, didn't he? Yeah, but like, why? <laughs> well, no, to like, it was kind of like, okay, I'm going to take off all this needless armor, and I'm just going to harness no, he, this power. He, he, he touched. He touched Tom Hiddleston. Is like, I have a giant boner that will destroy half of the universe. I have to take off my armor to try and cool down a little bit. <laughs> Even Thanos is sexually attracted. So... <laughs> Was it just me, what? or was there like a movie or something that was supposed to be like an hour and a half movie before this? I think the original plan, like the OG plan, was to have this be a trilogy of movies. Um, and then it got crushed into two. And then, like, I don't believe them, but they're saying Avengers 4 is not a full and direct sequel to this. It will wrap it up and then go on with its own thing. I find that a little hard to believe, but I guess we'll see. 
Yeah, I I believe that one as much as they said that uh, Doctor Strange was not Khan in Star Trek (laughs) 2. We were actually talking a little bit about that in the pre-show. Like, I I was hesitant when they first announced him for Doctor Strange, but I absolutely fucking love him in that role. Yeah, yeah. Him is sure. Okay, speak to that. I did not like Benedict Cumberbatch before this. Yeah, when she was announced anti. It, I was like, no, she was anti cucumber for a while. No, no, <laughs> no. David You he, didn't like him in Sherlock. I fucking hated him as Sherlock. He's grown on me since then. But it's I had watched hair. exactly two episodes, and I heard that he was up for Doctor Strange, and I was like, no, we're not. No, why are they fuck? No, he works. I'm sad that there was no no shirt Sherlock between. There were so many opportunities. No shirt, have, no shirt on Sherlock. Okay. To, to have Tony Stark to say to have Iron Man or Iron Spider say no shit Sherlock when talking to Iron Man and Doctor Strange. It was a perfect opportunity. There's still time. Now, come on, you know Spider Man wouldn't talk to his dad like that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the new car, Dad. <laughs> it sounds like a new card here. <laughs> and what's the first thing he does? The same thing he did in, in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Take him home. Yep. Because dad's home. Yeah, I mean, it was it was neat. Like, it is obvious that Tony Stark is uh, wanting to be a dad, and that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I... I'm not going to get too far he into wants it. Stark to be visited by the stork. Also, also uh, probably my favorite thing in the movie uh, was, you know, I gave up dairy for a while. Then Ben and Jerry's named a flavor after me. Yeah, Stark raving. Yes. Stark raving hazelnuts. It's real good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> what was the other one that they said was better? Oh, the Hulk one. Isn't there a Hulk one? Yeah, there's a Hulk one. Yeah. A, is there a Hulk Iron one? Man has evolved into Iron Dad. Yes. Iron Dad. That is a movie I want to say. It's Iron Dad. I want that death battle. Uh, <laughs> Kratos <What>? versus Iron Man. <laughs> the dad death battle. Did you guys see the dad the dad jokes from Kratos? Yes. Oh my yes. god. Yes. I, yes. I should have watched that before coming on. I would have cheered up immediately. It was so I don't trust stairs. They're always up to something. <laughs> Hello, sorry. Um, I am dad. What call a blind deer? No idea. No idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> the, the best part of the video was the fact that he had to keep stopping because he was cracking himself up. Yes. Like any dad telling dad jokes would. Yes. And right. any dad who tells dad jokes has no has it's a it's a natural reaction. You just laugh. I see a test pattern. Razor Kane's coming on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fraser Kane. Hey everybody, Beast. Special guest. News. Beast joining us. Hulka Hulka burning fudge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, I I don't know if that's it, but I want that as a flavor now because yeah, right. I what really hope f- Ben and Jerry's actually releases these flavors. Oh yes, uh, I hope not. Oh, I mean, 
I don't think this movie. I don't think this movie needs help in the merchandising merchandising uh, <laughs> department. I think they've got it handled. Which, by the way, slightly off topic while we're waiting for Frasier to continue materializing. Yes. Uh, you guys saw the announcement about Rick Moranis coming out of retirement to do something for the Goldberg Spaceballs episode? Yes. I'm so excited. You can't I might just hide it? That episode. Like, the Goldbergs is really fucking solid overall, but... Their super nerdy slash pop culture tribute episodes are amazing. So, is the Goldbergs kind of like uh, Wonder Years? Uh, I'd say it's comparable. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's basically this: uh, the the writer and producer director's uh, ch- uh, childhood autobiography. Also, it's the been- intro done by I Fight Dragons, friends of the show. Right. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I that's what actually got me watching that show. Like, I was not interested <clears throat> until um, until Packy from I Fight Dragons mess- did the whole prex, prex, press burst. Right. Hey, we right. did the intro for this show. You guys should watch it. And I watched it. I'm like, this is this is pretty good, actually. You, you need to specifically watch the. There, there's an episode with uh, Short Circuit. Oh. Uh, the Night Rider episode. The D and D episode. The D episode was really good. Phenomenal. It was so good. Man, uh, this movie is real good. So and, uh, big of time. Well, I keep getting distracted by Fraser Crane. <laughs> you right over there? Not Fraser <laughs> Crane. We're not psychoanalyzing <laughs> the uh, the movie. No, we're not. Uh, Fraser Crane. Uh, def- I turned up to the wrong show then. Huh? Stay, stay a while and be psychoanalyzed. When I was younger, <laughs> I, I would just stay up long enough just to hear the intro for that song and then go sleep. Because I did what, not oh, know Alan what the play. heck was going on in that show. What, Fraser? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Okay. I loved okay. that show. Like, that show actually did a lot for me as a person. Like, I did, um, I watched a lot of it, and it was like, I, that's where I developed my taste for intelligent comedy. Was it went over my head as a kid, but watching it on Netflix now, it's like, this is really fucking good. I did a lot of research on the things that I didn't know about the show. I wrote down the things that I didn't understand and went to the library and looked shit up. Hey! There is Brian! A pirate crossed with a devil! Brush! Hot damn, man. It's great to see you guys. How you doing? Good. Hold on one second. I'm still trying to figure stuff out. Uh, 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 Full disclosure. Might have just wrapped up a whole round of shooting scam school episodes. Might be a few drinks in. Excuse? Exclude. Did someone say drink? You're excluded. This is a fun episode. (laughs) <laughs> right. What you drink? I did like everything's fine. We're all fine here. <laughs> I did. I did like that development phase too that you that you did. That was very. That was very magical. <laughs> uh, man, a, a, am I late? No, you're good. No, we uh, we still, like I said in the emails to you, and I'm sure you've read and paid a lot of attention to <laughs> because you're not in busy. all of my free time. I did all of these things. I know. Yes, I know. Uh, oh, no, we were so just, much free time. We were avoiding talking about the show in like in or the movie in bigness depth. <laughs> in depth. Sure. Bigness. 
until you got here. <laughs> Great. Because awesome. so we've been talking about, you know, Frazier, Frazier, such, you know, your name on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it does. It says Fraser Kane. Okay, I, I was wondering why you guys were talking about this. <laughs> How do I change this? Uh, oh, uh, I don't think you can once you're in the call. We'll see. Can I do? Can I do this episode? And have it. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Bona McButts is joining us. What? <laughs> My favorite McDonald's burger, by the way, is the, is the <laughs> BMB. Well, I mean, we do know you like it beefy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh holy shit. Now we can actually start talking about the movie, you guys. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Geek I.O. show. I'm just <laughs> oh, holy shit. Um, so, uh, this movie, Avengers Infinity War, like eight hours long, but I loved every single second of it. That is oh, one of on. my boss fights, though. Yes. <laughs> Pale in comparison to your boss fights. Um, oh, just you wait. I mean... Right, oh. off, right off the bat, one of the things I noticed about this movie in comparison to the other big uh, other big crossover movie we had recently from a certain other comic book production studio <sighs> is that it's amazing how well Marvel can take all of these characters from all of these settings and just seamlessly merge them together. And nobody felt shoehorned in. Nobody felt like you had to change the entire character to have them on screen. You just see Iron Man, Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange sitting there talking about Thor, and it's completely normal. Yeah, like, and you had new you had new characters in fucking Justice League. And, like, by the way, I've seen that again, and it uh. definitely, definitely is just, it's bad. <laughs> it's just, it's just bad. I mean, Flash and Cyborg were pretty much the best thing about that movie. Yeah, but like, all right, so you had like seventy six main characters in this in this movie, and <laughs> all of them felt like each of them felt like they own had their own gravitas. Like everybody cheered when space came up on the screen, leading into the Guardians. Bro, like, yeah. Well, and the which, by the way, Rubber Band Man, great song choice. Yes! Oh yeah. And the fact that Gamora was singing along was adorable. Yes, great. It's like, oh, I, he's yeah, I, I, I watched uh, I watched the Avengers three times in one week, which hadn't happened since I believe eighth grade. Uh, and the fact that during that, uh, you have the 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 camera panning over uh, what the five main uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and each one had a different take on it. You of course have uh, the heart of the Guardians, you know, Star Lord. Um, next, you have Drax, who's asleep. Then it goes over to Gamora, who is being game and supporting, like like playing along, like like okay, I'm I'm in the zone or whatever. And then and then you subvert that expectation uh, with with Rocket, and then of course you get the nice twist. With uh, with Groot uh, being you know a teenager, oh, Groot, that arrogant butt. It was amazing. It was amazing. Are we there yet? Also, all of them can understand him now. Yeah, the fact that everybody speaks Groot, and in fact, and the fact that they expanded that to Thor, Thor. understanding Groot. It was an elective. Like everybody else is dumb for questioning that. They're like, yeah, it was an elective in high school. Whatever. Yeah, you <laughs> dummy. No, no. Later on, the, remembering that not everybody can understand him. I'm Groot. 
Uh, I am Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. <laughs> right. And he takes it so seriously, too. Like, he gives this noble, like, solemn greeting. Like, he's greeting a oh, foreign man. prince, which, I That's mean, he is king. Okay. Is it too early for us to start going into weak moments of the show? Because I, no. I realize. Go ahead. Three. <laughs> third time through. Okay. The first time I watched the whole thing straight through. Second time. I took some naturally timed bathroom breaks. The third time I took some intentionally timed bathroom breaks, including literally any second Steve Rogers was on the screen. This entire movie long. There is not one good scene with Captain America in it that makes the top 10 of this movie. Hey, CJ, didn't I say that this afternoon? Nope, no, it, it, he is, like, of, of, all, of all of the Avengers, of all, of all of, like, the main characters, he is definitely by and far the weakest. Super weak! Okay, okay, right, you know what? Let me turn that on its head. Name one good moment, one decent moment, one Avengers-worthy moment that he was in. I was going to say, uh, I'm Steve Rogers? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the best he's got is being a dummy. Okay. I'm biased, so I'm just going to remain quiet throughout this entire conversation. Uh, I mean, Jesse, Dale, if you were playing Captain America, it would be fine. But <laughs> that's always his thing, though. He's always an idiot. He's just he's just can rally. He's, he's a he's leader. A man out of time. He's an idiot. Like he's like what the second or third oldest Avenger? Uh, I mean, he's. Like- the- He's the second because Thor's fifteen hundred years old, as we found out in this no, movie. No, 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 no. I'm saying that, right. like, within the movies, within the MCU. Uh, okay, I, but, but by that logic, then then Tony Stark should have been the least interesting of all the characters, right? Oh. And he like had character development to hell and back. Like, you're introduced to him, like, yeah, I want to have kids. Oh, Tony oh, Stark man. wants to have a stork. <laughs> Stark stork. Silly Tony, you already have a kid. Well, I mean, they know where most of their money comes from. The Iron Man toys. Wow. Or hiring a balloon artist to do balloon work in my movie theater for Iron Man. I think Um, what they're probably going for in character is Cap was really disillusioned after Civil War and he was trying to take a step back. And I think this movie is setting him and also certain other members of the cast whose contracts are expiring soon to like step back into the timelight to, you know, come back into his own as a hero and give him one last big hurrah. To die horribly. (laughs) Or, you know, retire (laughs) happily to a farm in the country where he wants the room to run. Second, second. As long as we're bagging on Captain America, the second worst thing about Captain America. That shield is garbage. That's a garbage, <laughs> dumb shield, and you should feel embarrassed for wielding it on this big screen. Was it? I'll he had it on both sides, right? Like a both like shields, right? Yeah. yeah, it was one of those ones where he could like clink his hands together and have a full, fully functional shield, but separately, it looked like he had weird, like it looked like he had Black Widow's original gun, like her little wrist guns with boners. Like that's what it felt like. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I I will be the first to admit that I am I am skewed and biased by experiencing the comic books as a kid. Yes. But even in the comic books, when he left and said, "I I am retiring as Captain America. I'm just the Captain from now on," 
they he still had that iconic disc shield because that that's his that's his freaking thing is he throws the shield bounces off the thing and then he's tron only in real life and instead i don't know didn't didn't like it didn't like the artistic choices i didn't like his execution i didn't like any of his lines uh he was far and away the most boring part Uh, and by the way when i say he that infects his beloved ones i didn't think there was anything interesting about vision and scarlet witch uh, I, 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 I thought okay. I wanted. All right, so I'm gonna I want to talk on that one real quick. <clears throat> one of my favorite books of all time is the House of M series because it actually had gravitas and actually had an impact. <clears throat> I saw Scarlet Witch and Vision together, and I'm like, okay, are we gonna pull that into this? Like, are we gonna go no more mutants or something along those lines? No, like. Vision died in front of her face, not once but twice, and nothing. Like she, well, she and on top face, of that, she had to kill him once. Well, and, and on top of that, like, 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 like doubling up on that. By the time we got to the part where the Scarlet Witch, you know, decides to kill Vision, it's it's a carbon copy of a scene we saw uh, uh, sixty minutes earlier that had the nuts cut off of it because bubbles came out at the end. It's like we saw all the gravitas. We actually felt it. It it was almost like they were doing A-B testing. We saw Star-Lord genuinely losing his mind at the thought of killing Gamora, and he makes the decision, and then it gives us double middle fingers on bubbles coming out. Like, uh, psych, Thanos has it, and that's fine. That was a great scene as it was. But then they recreate the exact same scene only unironically and equally to no effect. Like, like, like they do it unironically. Like, uh, I definitely just killed Vision. And then they do the same thing. They roll it back. And you feel like a sucker for, for carrying that entire time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, I mean, when, when they did it the first time with Gamora and Star-Lord, it felt like, you know, something that would come out of, unfortunately, Guardians 2, which I liked Guardians 2 fine, but it was not by far my favorite movie it was guardians one where you know every serious moment has to have a joke put on top of it well Um, and and, uh true fact about guardians 2 is it was originally titled guardians 2 star lord stands in a room (laughs) (laughs) for 90 minutes yeah yeah um and for this being such a dark and like gloomy movie it was funny yeah I mean, it definitely had a lot of good points, but yeah, Captain America was not one of them. Yes. Uh, yes. So uh, let me dial everything back. I've, I've, uh, I only have one other Megram, and that is – and this is fascinating to me because half the people I tell this to, they're like, I saw that too. The other half, they're like, what the hell are you even talking about? <laughs> but when they got the Soul Stone, I thought it was a little bit of an obvious thing of like, okay, everybody should feel moody now. What's a way to make everybody feel moody? Let's put a carbon copy identical uh, twin towers from 9-11 in the background. And then don't worry, we'll show that they're alien twin towers. So they're not exactly the twin towers. Oh, did, shit. did notice that. Oh, yeah. What? That. Oh, it my is- God. Also, why is that. you're on the, both times you've been on this show, you've had to bring 9-11 into things, Floyd. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to that when we talk about the post. I'll bring the, our the gifts. Scenes. We'll get to that. Where's his reminding us about 9-11? Wait, is that when the, the <laughs> two ships are landing in the middle of the jungle? 
No, no, no. Uh, this is when they go to the Soul Stone and Red Skull shows up. There cool, is in the in the desiccated, destroyed skyline of the background. Oh, okay. There are two square twin towers, very prominently displayed, displayed yeah. over his shoulder. Oh, two towers God. that look exactly identical to each other for no reason at all. Yes. Uh, and also, not only do they look identical to each other, they look identical to the World Trade Center. Trade Center. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely. I, I was the only one who just kind of squirmed in my seat about that because, you know, completely different audience. Oh. No one else in the movie theater got that. And I'm like, talking just... about squirming. Uh, uh, Nebula's uh, torture scene. Yes. Yeah, that yeah, was. That was one of my biggest uh, of the movie was the reality gem infused body horror. Yeah. Drax getting stoned and cubed up, Mantis being turned into ribbon coil. So you did or did not like that? I hate stuff like that. Oh my god, I loved it. It was the best part. Like uh, 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 the parts that jumped out at me were were this shock surprise, uh, uh, the portal that cut off the hand of uh, Scaly Hulk in the beginning. I was that just was awesome. amazing. Uh, and then and then to see the same thing, uh, you know, uh, all of a sudden in a, in a visceral, unfair way, uh, uh, suddenly Drax is in cubes. I'm like Jesus, this is terrible. Mantis being un, un, you know spooled out. Uh, spooled out and still alive because you're still alive blinking those were such unfair punches that subverted all understanding of of what we were up to that i loved every single one of them uh you know the heart of great theater is surprise and those moments definitely delivered yeah because you're not expecting something that dark and that wrenching out of a out of a series of movies out of 19 movies now that have been for the most part pretty fluffy like you've had some dark moments obviously but for the most part these movies are very fluffy movies and like you don't you expect the kind of shit out of DC you don't get that a lot out of Marvel in a way yes but also that kind of brought me out of it a little bit because it basically told me don't trust anything you're seeing I mean, that's the entire point of the reality gem, though. Like, it's meant to fuck with your brain. So, yeah, but- okay, before, before uh, the obvious place to go is don't trust what you're seeing, and then that leads us to the end. But before we talk about the end, I do want to heap so much praise on this movie for the storytelling and the characters and the fact that uh, the logistical miracle of what they were able to pull off the fact that they were able to uh take uh 75 different characters and and carve them into teams of 32 apiece that math works out check it yes uh, and, <laughs> and tell essentially three versions of an avenger story one of which is nothing but three guys go make a hammer and, yet, <laughs> and, and, and it's enthralling it's which, by the way Peter Dinklage is a giant. Giant Peter Dinklage is brilliant. the best. He's, he's a brilliant. giant troll. Oh no, he's a giant dwarf. Yes, he's dwarf. a giant dwarf. It's amazing. He's Tyrion Lannister, but seven feet, uh, but like twelve feet tall. It's fantastic. Wait, was it just me or did he said hold the the uh, door when when Thor is opening the uh, iris? Did he <laughs> say hold the door? It wasn't surprising. No. That's just what I heard. It wouldn't surprise me. Because I, I heard in the theater uh, the first time, and then I saw it the second time, and it's like, 
He said, hold the door, didn't he? Death by Mage says he did. Oh, the, the, the gut punch is real. <laughs> um, uh, what I really want to uh, commend them for is making Thanos a believable antagonist. Yes. Uh, I, 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 would, I would counter that by saying he is definitely not the antagonist. He is the protagonist. He is the only character who has an arc. He is the only person who faces the darkness of the courage of his convictions. He's the only one who comes out the other side having done what he believes is the right thing despite a horrible cost. This is the Thanos movie, and Thanos is, I'm sorry to say it, the, the hero. hero of this movie. Oh that, 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 that's, what, that's what makes him a great antagonist to the people on the, the the Avengers side of things is the fact that he is not evil. He yeah. is not doing comic book Thanos where he's just killing half the universe to he get not like he, he, is, he is an idealist. He is you know ready to sacrifice to achieve his goals and they're not inherently wrong. Just unpopular. Yeah, I, I, what he's got himself, what Thanos has been given in this, and I say given, he is doing, I agree, what he feels is the only way to fix a valid problem. Let's face it. We have a finite number of resources. Look at our world. We know shit's running out. That's why we're trying to scramble and figure out different ways. He's got it, so he's like, boom, half of you are dead. You've got twice as many resources now. Look at how great you can live. Yeah, to Gamora, you know, your your planet's thriving now, and literally it's because of me. Like, nobody knows famine. Nobody knows hardship. Nobody knows struggle on the planet that I took you from. Yes, it required me killing half of your people, but the but half worked. that are still alive, yeah, but the children not... that are your age, know a beautiful world. Yeah, but his his thing. I mean, I'm not I'm not um, counting it. I'm just saying that it's not he he doesn't want them to go by status, how much they have, what. Yeah, it's they random. Have. It's no, full it's random. Half. Oh, it's so random. Like, it, and he said that on his planet, he goes rich, poor, king, pauper, everybody. Yeah. Like, as a matter of fact, I I think it's all I perfectly clear in the line where he says, "I want to kill half the universe, and it should be random." And by random, I mean. The most valuable Marvel <laughs> properties should die, and the least uh, definitely keeping the original Avengers, uh, thereby undercutting any possible tension anybody would have for exactly. the outcome of what I'm about to do. Yeah, that, like that was the major issue. Was as you start, started to see the heroes dying, it was the ones everybody cares about the most right now. Nineteen movies in, yeah, and. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that you could watch, you know, him do the the very Doctor Strangey rewind on Vision in the first place to get the mind gem. It's like, well, you know, things are going to be okay because those of us who know the comic books and know the way the Infinity Gems tend to wind up, we're still missing one major player. Adam Warlock. But we're not going to get Adam Warlock before uh, the next, ep- the next uh, movie. But yeah. we are going to get Jeremy Renner, though, so that's exciting. Hold on yeah, to your butts are. for that. 
I'm glad we are not. We have Captain, <laughs> we have Captain Marvel before Avengers, right? Yeah, we literally only have we have Ant Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel. Like that's it between now and um, the Avengers four. Yeah, you don't want to leave too much. CJ, I think they're going to put out Howard the Duck instead of Avengers. <laughs> so make sure that why is am I going first. to a superhero it's movie not. and having feelings? This yeah, it's like it's called good storytelling. I know all. Of, I know all. Of, I, I know fucking Spider Man's going to be back. He has a movie next year. Like everything is going to be okay with those guys. I can't guarantee the original Avengers are going to be okay. Um, which I kind of think, especially Cap. I think they're probably going to murder him because keep, that's- keep in mind they also have the leeway to kill off characters and yet still engage the actors. Now, now that we've opened up the ability to jump forward and backward in time, the fact that Captain Marvel is going to take place, you know, thirty years ago and so on. Uh, really, uh, really shakes things up so so that characters can die, truly die, uh, not resurrected, not replaced with another actor, uh, with the exception of War Machine at, at all. But uh, but in, but still have a presence of a, a toehold in the universe. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I most certain that uh, Chris Evans is going to die next uh, next episode. Or next um, next episode. Next episode. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure they're gearing up to just retire Iron Man to have him just kind of like be the be the financial backing and the science guy. The guy in the chair. Well, legit, his contract is up. So yeah, but, um, but I mean, yeah. they but they can reference like, oh, Mister Stark made me this thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I because I mean that's what happens in the comics too. Whenever you need a gut punch, you kill Captain America. Like, <laughs> well, and then you resurrect him with someone else. So we we were talking about this before sure. Brian came on, but it feels like there there, sh- there it should have been a, a trilogy. With it being two and a half hours long, two two hours and forty minutes long, I'd be okay like- with that. Also, Raúl apparently has never seen the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> Right, or all three of them over Christmas Day. As as absolutely packed as this movie was, I feel like if they had tried to blow this up into two movies, it would have felt stretched out. Mm. Just Mm. wait for the director's cut when we get that. Yeah, because they they show them him going against the uh, Nova Corps. Yeah, find out the fall of Xandar. Yeah, but uh, pretty much they, they were actually already... get a real Nova soon, you guys. <laughs> well, Not fucking John C. Riley. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like they were already crippled after uh, Ronan the uh, Accuser, right? Yeah, they they're pretty much like almost defenseless. By the way, I uh, hope you guys like Ronan the Accuser because he's coming back. <laughs> Why is uh, sorry? Fill, fill me in on that. Uh, he's one of the villains of Captain Marvel. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> oh no, not more Lee Pace. Uh, no. Hopefully he's better acting in this one than he was in Guardians 1. I love Lee Pace. He felt cardboard. Cartoon. Yeah, but not good cartoon. Like 80s I, bad anime cartoon. <laughs> like cardboard cartoons. I mean, thematically, that kind of fits for the Guardians, so at least there's that. Yeah, <laughs> true. Like, if there's gonna be a movie to have a cardboard performance... Yeah, when you have to, when you are the pretty much the sole, the, your entire point is build up the heroes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was an interesting thing I discovered that we're getting more Lee Pace. Um, um, 
can, can we talk about the bait and switch with the big climactic battle scenes in the trailers versus the actual movie? The uh, where, trailers for this movie, by the way. <laughs> where, where Hulk was replaced by Hulk Buster. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we this real nice, you know, mini story of Banner actually having problems with the Hulk. Yeah. He had we... performance anxiety. Oh, yeah. No, Hulk as a boner was one of my favorite parts. Of <laughs> Poor Hulk. Oh, man. I, I hope we get like um, a gray Hulk. Yes, yes, oh my god. Seeing a whole Mr. Fix-It saga, I would love to see Absolutely. A, a standalone Hulk movie about his days as Mr. Fix-It. That would be amazing. Uh, or or a good Hulk movie. That would also be good. That would be good as well. <laughs> you are not I wrong. mean, we did well, have we... Ragnarok. Which yeah, is, true. It's we'll the closest that. to... Uh, to uh, is that World War... Uh, oh, what's the... Planet, Planet, Planet Hulk. Hulk. Planet Hulk. Because we're yeah. never going to get World War Hulk. Universal's not going to let that go. And that ties back into what we were talking about in the pre-show with it being hard to have everybody come together into big crossover movies and then split back up without it making sense. So instead of shoehorning all of the existing teamed up characters into solo films again, you know, throw Hulk and Thor on a planet together and give them a buddy cop movie. You know, mix and match with people a little bit. Exactly. It's more organic that way. Yeah, I mean, you had Spider-Man Homecoming, which was a a Spider-Man Iron Man movie. Yeah. 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 And even then, Iron Man wasn't in it a whole lot because he was purposely holding back to let Peter grow. And that was established. If you cared, you'd actually be here. Um, I do like uh, so. What did you guys think of Thanos's uh, supporting cast, the Black Order? Oh, you, loved them. You mean you mean Girl Big and Squidward? <laughs> Girl Big and Squidward. Squidward was amazing. There was one. Yeah, more, right? no, he was great. I loved. I loved Kmart Good. Voldemort. <laughs> Kmart. Kmart. <laughs> But no, that I was actually going to bring those guys up is I wish they had gotten a little more, well, character, because that was literally it. There was Girl, there was Big, and there was Squidward. I don't know. Okay. Uh, forgive me, but uh, in, a, in, a, in a movie that somehow managed to pull off having 243 protagonists, <laughs> uh, I don't know that I really was craving backstory of... Uh, three introductory bad guys. Well, yeah, especially all of them are not going to make it, which which is a weird thing because the Black Order are like a big part of the current Marvel continuity. Like, it, it surprised me that they murdered all of the Black Order in one. Like, oh, es- the, yeah, especially Glaive, especially Corvus They haven't murdered them because you and I both know they're going to end up turning something back because everybody else is going to be revived, which means if everybody else is going to be revived, at least those that were turned to dust. Damn you, um, impartial Dragon Balls. They'll be back away anyway, so... Like, Proxima Midnight is one of my favorite antagonists in current comic continuity. Like, Corvus Glaive is real cool, too. See, that's the thing. I didn't even know who the fuck these people were. Yeah, like... And but you didn't have to. That's the beauty person. of them. 
you, yeah. you knew who Maul was because the Ebony Maul was the only one who you've seen that beforehand. Yeah, right. I, I didn't miss the the lack of backstory for them, but a little bit more characterization in the screen time they did have would have been nice. Instead of having them just say not a whole lot and spend all of their time trying to pie, pry the gem out of Vision's forehead. Give them a little bit more dialogue. Let us get to know them a little bit. While I don't know. I, I, I just doing. like, uh, I don't know that adding 20 more minutes of that business would have made it a better movie for me. For me, like I felt like there was only so much air in the room and most of the air is reserved for characters that we've met and seen before. Uh, and the, and, and if there's anything left over, it should be owned by one character, Thanos and along the way, like, we got it. Uh, as you guys say, there's a big guy, a lady guy, and a, a, a Voldemort guy. Yeah. And, oh, and, and there was that guy with the with the kind of hobgoblin look, which... Yes. Yeah, yeah. Corvus Glaive. Corvus Glaive, like, that one actually kind of made me mad because he is scary in the comics. Yeah. Like, he is, he is baby Thanos. And, like, he does it really... He's baby Thanos without wanting to bone death. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm not suggesting give them more runtime. I was, you know, just suggesting maybe have used the runtime they did have in a different way to get. I to will, know I will agree with your proposal as long as all of their runtime comes from Captain America. And he, <laughs> in this like, because yeah, like one issue I had is they didn't name any of them. Yeah, yes. Okay, the- they're the children of Thanos. Unless you've read the comics and know the Marvel Universe inside and out, you're going to look at these people and go, who the fuck is this idiot? I, I, I was yeah. so my problem. Like, I was I, glad I, I did not waste our time by, by, like, look, we all know they're going to be dead before the movie's over. Just, you know, don't, don't even bother to give them names. Or, we're good. Them in. That's, that's the <laughs> villain thing. Villain one, villain two, villain three. And if, so. if, big, if they're going, in fact, I like if, your names the best. Uh, we Big Lady and the other one. Guy, come on! Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> that, that, but that—that's the thing. Is if they were meant to be so inconsequential and forgettable in the f- first place, why put them in? Oh, I think they served a definitely strong purpose. I oh, mean, yeah. I think uh, I, I, I thought Voldemort was a very credible and very interesting villain. His confidence just, just you know. Exude. Because Voldemort's been the only one that's had any kind of a development, because you saw him when you saw Thanos. Like, yeah. He's the one that gave Loki the Tesseract. Like, he's he's been in this entire thing. He's the only one. So he's the only one that you should really give a shit about. Um, and, 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 and I do think it's fine for us to know that that however much we've developed with this one character with 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 crappy voldemort uh, uh we i think it's fine to have more bodies to imply that as deep and as rich of a story as we've already experienced with this one character imagine that times 5 that's what he has backing all of his plays and and that makes it more credible you know when the the fights go down yeah exactly Vol- Voldemort is the the priest dude, right? Or the yeah, guy who the, talks the one like who got strange. Yeah, he's like he a, is, a surgical knife thing to him, which was is which is a nice pair. He's actually defeated, quote quote defeated. I use that term loosely. Um, Doctor Strange, by, like, by, uh, he is more powerful mentally than Doctor Strange is. Right, uh, just strange in this movie. Eighties uh, movie, again uh, uh, the the old eighties movie called Aliens. Yeah, he's so cute. I love. I love more movies. 
<laughs> if I hear one more pop culture reference out of you, which I have a feeling is something that Rachel has told me a bunch of times in my marriage. <laughs> Just a couple every day. Just a couple Just every times a day. See, seeing the team kids in the form of Peter and Star-Lord playing off of each other was pretty great. And the Stan Lee cameo, though. They like, made me so happy. Really, super I'm, early on too. Yeah, I'm glad like, they they got the cameo out of the way. I, yeah, uh, I agree. I agree because it it's become enough of a uh, man. I guess I'll say the t word. Uh, it's it's enough of a trope now that we're all waiting for it. It's like get it out of the way. Uh, my favorite part of any movie is the part where even having seen the trailer. I now feel like I don't know what will happen next. And the faster you could get to that, the happier I am. And so in that regard, I totally agreed. It's like, great, got the cameo out of the way. We got Thanos kicking ass and becoming a credible villain out of the way. I'm in. Yeah, I did and that's, notice... that's a rare thing these days with the way they cut trailers with everything important in sure. the Marvel movies, man. Yeah, uh, there's one scene in the trailers where it's like, Captain America is like holding back the Infinity Gauntlet. No makes no sense. Zero sense. Yes, yes. By the way, it's that, was, got, that pisses me off. It's only got two gems, but in the movie, it's got five. Yeah, which makes it even less sense. There is no fucking way Captain America is that goddamn strong. There's no way. Even with adrenaline, there is no. Uh, hold on. Allow me to counterpoint. Uh, they had previously established in the MCU that he had bordering on celestial level uh, uh, strength and of spirit or whatever it was. Like, uh, do you remember the party scene when they made a game of trying to lift Thor's hammer? Only one person got it to move just a little bit to make Thor's He was worthy. Like, whatever it is that's in Steve Rogers, they implied that there's something more there. So as a result, uh, another celestial object in the form of the Infinity Gauntlet, it was not out of character, especially since they'd laid the groundwork to imply that there's something special in him that, uh, again, he didn't he didn't stop the Infinity Gauntlet, but he, he jiggled it just the way he did with Mjolnir. Um, I mean, a half-celestial couldn't hold off a single... A single stone like that, though. Uh, what, what you're you're getting into actual logic. I'm talking. About- <laughs> <laughs> CJ, I'm okay. logic. playing the asses. I'm playing say- the shonen bullshit card. Yeah, I know. What's that? <laughs> the shonen bullshit card. What what, what is that one? Uh, anime trope where the oh, the good God. guy the the hero has to win because he is simply the hero. <laughs> uh yeah it's- no. I, I did notice that exact same moment. I'm just saying, like, when that happened, it immediately was reminiscent of something that they had very deliberately laid the groundwork for before, and I forgave it instantly. Hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I think because I'm still writing the high from Black Panther, but as soon as, soon as they showed uh, Wakanda, I'm like, more Black Panther. I want more shit. No, Wakanda's I want- just rad as fuck. I'm so excited. No, Wakanda's rad as fuck. It's not just you. It's the fact that they did a really good job building that country. Everybody started cheering in our theater when the when the drums started playing. Aboye is great. Or at least I did. By the way. This is what what the Olympics. <laughs> or at least the Starbucks. Or at least the Starbucks. <laughs> See, the memes make sense now. <laughs> oh, and uh, this one's for you, girlfriend. And uh, Rody uh, punking out uh, Mark Ruffalo. Of course, yeah. you you bow. He's a king. Uh, yeah, <laughs> kind of that here. 
<laughs> we don't do that here. Of course it can we talk about the amazing African war chants before that big battle? Oof. That was Can such a cool moment. Can we talk about Mr. Duke? <laughs> Rachel has because... a huge crush on uh, Winston. Can we talk about my husband a bit more? Like, I know he's no, been grilled. We, no, 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 no. Episode, we'll talk about your husband but... later. We've always talked about your husband. It's time to talk about Mr. Duke. Because that man it is... I, I, th- though I love the gentleman that plays back... That plays Black Panther... Uh huh. Mr. Duke <laughs> is one hot piece of man. He is, he's quite attractive, yes. He I'll give is you that. a rather, mm, yes, you can be a girl. Off, I don't care because you know what? Mm, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> what was that saying? That's probably the only time you will hear that statement come out of my mouth. But, 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 uh, Mr. 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 Wilson, your take on uh, Mr. Duke's attractiveness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad at actors and trying to figure out who we're talking about. Uh, Mbaku. Uh, okay. Mbaku. Mbaku. Mbaku is just all kinds of awesome. last name is Duke. And- I'm, I'm waiting for Troy to pull the anyway. See you later on that one. <laughs> I mean, no, I, uh, that's fine. I, I, I think we talked about this. Uh, I've only seen Black Panther once, and I don't know what it was about it, but... but um, uh, it seemed like a fine movie that, for whatever reason, didn't didn't resonate. We just weren't on the same wavelength, and I I really owe it two or three more watches. Uh, but uh, as a result, when when Wakanda showed up for me in Avengers, I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's a very recent movie that did well, you know. And 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 there wasn't a lot of resonance beyond that for me. I, I, I could see that, and yeah, definitely. I, I honestly think if you when you watch it again, it'll be good. By the way, it came out on DVD, so you know there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's. It, I think if you when you get the chance to watch it again, it'll be it'll especially after Infinity War that it'll be a little bit more resonant with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike with Dale, who absolutely hated Spider Man Homecoming and Civil War, because I he- did hate those movies. Homecoming. I hate those movies. Okay, uh, Homecoming was great, but I share your lack of enthusiasm for Civil War. Civil War had some wonderful set pieces, but ultimately, the star of Civil War was uh, our favorite heroes fighting each other, and me being confused about which of my dads I should want to punch the other one. And I was like, I I don't care for any of this. And then, uh, and then you know, the then the the third act of like. Oh no! Wait, Psych, uh, the bad guy is this lonely guy who's going to commit suicide. Ha! We stopped him from committing suicide. We win. I was like, I forgot about that. I'm with you. Civil War, not great. It was an okay Avengers movie, but it wasn't a great Captain America movie by any stretch of the imagination. I agree because Captain America is is this um, you know, this this almost corny conceit of like, well, golly shucks. I mean, maybe it's out of date, but uh, I think American can do itness to stand up to Hitler and uh absent of all of that I don't know it was cartoonish and weird and went in a circle it was very like yeah it was jerky like that where it was just like let's do this thing now I'm 195 years old and trying to stay current <laughs> that was I, almost a Dale rap and then you turn into a robot is Especially in the context of uh, the Winter Soldier was so good. Like for them to straight up take uh, to do the impossible would make a credible hero out of Captain America in the first Avenger, and then to uh, suddenly turn him into a you know a Jason Byrne movie was 
fantastic. And it's it's hard to get over that that crest. Yeah, definitely. Um I mean, I, I I liked Civil War. I mean, I liked the the comic series better, but it was it was fine. Um, I just like busting Dale's balls. Does, uh, whoa! Does um, Captain America die at, at the end of Civil War? Or is that in the next arc that he dies? He dies every single movie, just like our the audience. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about in, in in the comics because I read Civil War, but I can't remember. Does he die at the beginning, yeah, or is he gets, that he gets sniper shot by, uh, oh, at, at, at the very uh, end? Yeah, on on the steps of the courtyard. Yes, the courthouse. Uh, courthouse. Yes. Yes, the courtyard of the courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of courting going on. Um. So the emotional beats of this movie. Um, obviously the big one that people point out is, you know, Spider-Man, you know, his, his pulling his best David Tennant. Stark. Stark. Mr. Stark. Stark. Give the man respect. Give, give, give dad his respect. And then clinging to him like a scared child does a parent. The only issue with that is everybody else just kind of poofed with no issue. And Spider-Man was the only one who knew what was, uh, felt anything going on. I was okay with all of that because uh, it reminded me a little bit of how uh... – quick question. Did you guys read The Lord of the Rings before you saw the movies or did you see the I movie did. and then read the book? Books first for me. Uh, yes and no. I've never read the books. That's okay. The so, so, so like I started reading the books and then gave up around Tom Bombadil. And as a result, the first movie was a little bit confusing to me because – uh, I'm sitting here watching uh, Gandalf, a major character, you know, throughout the whole movie, uh, ostensibly die, and they give a little bit of screen time. You know, they show people kind of, you know, wiping tears, like, oh, golly, it sure does suck that that major character that you just spent two and a half hours with seems to have been dead. But they were soft on it, and they didn't sell me on totally losing my mind crying or whatever. And uh, the format of the end, uh, you know, what's the what's the quote attributed to Stalin? Uh, One death is a tragedy, a million is a statistic. Uh, you're going to kill so many characters, you can't possibly cry for all of them. So yeah. instead, you figure out what's the one, and let's sell one scene. So in reality, I feel like all of them had that Peter Parker moment, but... It doesn't make sense. You know, the movie would be twice as long if we gave them all Peter Parker moments. So instead, they gave they, they gave it to Peter Parker, the most relatable, interesting That character. one, and they also gave it to Groot, even though yeah. that yeah. was only like two seconds. Yes. But still. It's marketing. Well, and oh. the funny thing is, one of the uh, the Russo brothers actually took to Twitter and gave clarification that, that last I am Groot, as he's, you know, turning to Ash is him saying dad to rocket. Yeah, that was, uh, uh, that was James Gunn who posted that on Twitter. Yeah. So a little bit of a feels bomb there, but I've also seen it mentioned, but I haven't read into it in depth that there is actually a canon reason as to why, uh, Parker took the longest to dissolve. Hmm. Something, something, something. Go on. Well, that, that, that's it. I, I, I've seen it oh. mentioned. I haven't read into it myself. Oh. I'm imagining it might have something to do with the whole Spider-Verse, Webs of Fate kind of thing. 
movie arachne and whatnot the fact that he's so young i'm excited the fact that we are getting a spider-verse movie this year by the way oh yeah Looking Every forward to that. Like, on screen. Yes, give me more Miles Morales. And the art style of it is so good. But, um... I think we're the only ones that care about that, Josh. <laughs> oh, it's, it's the the animated one, right? Yes. Yeah. So how many of us are there? Um, um, but, yeah, it's just... The the other thing they had to... Uh, they, they had to actually, you know, clarify off-screen was the fact that Gomorrah is in the Soul Stone. I mean, that was, made, that was made a pretty obvious, at least to me. Not everyone seemed to get it too clearly, but yeah, his little crystal clear Eternity Lake thing conversation with her, yeah, yeah. That, that was her from inside the Soul Stone basically saying, hey, look what you did, jackass. Yeah, what did it cost? Everything. Okay, yeah, that was made obvious to me that that was him, because it is that's the entire point of the Soul Stone, is, I don't know, Soul. Thanos is the is the Funk Soul brother now. So he just like warps himself away from everyone. Yeah, he to... want, he he did his thing. Now he wants his peace because he has to now deal with the fact that he killed his daughter, whom he loves, to get what he needed to get. So I mean that I mean that is a thing that he needs to deal with. He gets his peace, but now he has to deal with his own demons. At least that's what I read. Sometimes yes. your own demons are worse than the ones that are around you. Um, post-credit scene was great. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we all love those. And, and the, the fact that it was like a complete like post-credit. Like we were sitting there the entire time. It's like, okay, where is it? Yeah, we where got is it? It's a fucking Marvel movie. We know it's coming. People got I up still. I don't understand. Oh, I don't oh, know it why they the get up. the best thing ever. We went to a late showing. Like, I'm talking, it started at 8.40. We brought both kids. So, of course, both of our kids are punchy by the end of this movie. Aaron's sitting next to me. The two people or three people next to him get up and leave. And he goes, God, Mom, people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the bowels of babes. All right. Surprisingly, I, I was, no one left in mine. I look over and really sweetheart, that's not nice. He goes, but mom, it's a Marvel movie. If they're here, they should know this by now. Okay, I will. I've talked about this on other shows. They Marvel has gone out of its way to treat me like an abusive alcoholic stepdad. Where sometimes <laughs> they reward me for sticking around after the credits, other times they just give me the finger and say you're real dumb for having stuck around for nothing. And Patience. If, if they're gonna sometimes do it, you get the do it consistently, you or you not at all. I was waiting for there to not be one, actually. Oh, man. I think the Captain America, not the Captain, yeah, the Captain America at the end of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming was the greatest troll ever. That that one was real good, but it fit the theme of the movie. How many more of these do we have to record? Marvel is the Persona 5 pussycat. Just saying. Um, But I I, I think what what I really loved was Thanos will return. Yeah, nobody else. Like they didn't put anybody. Yeah. In there. You know why they said that? Because he's the hero of the movie. He's the protagonist. He's the main character. He's the only one whose journey we're following. But you know who's going to be the hero of the next Avengers movie? Iron Man. Captain Marvel, who gets summoned to kick his ass via use of a pager. I thought you were going to say Captain America. Then I got real excited. The real Captain. 
So in in <laughs> canon, yeah, no, she's a major. I, I, I don't disagree. Yeah. <laughs> in uh, in canon, Captain Marvel's like cosmic level strength, right? Yes. That's, that's he's been one of the ones who's been able to handle the Infinity Stones outside of Thanos. So. Uh, because I that's remember why they're bringing her in. Yeah, I do remember in not getting Adam Warlock, which we will in Guardians Three. We have to get somebody else who can canonically handle the the, the gems, and she is the best good guy for the job. Hmm. Um, because I remember in the comics, you had like you had the Celestials coming out. You had like Chaos Order. Uh, the Watchers, the uh, the Giants, you had, you had, you had Galactus. You had the Grandmaster, you had the Collector actually doing shit. Which Haven't we learned that it takes a woman to handle the stones? It, 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 I, I've never liked the fact how they... I, I, I got your joke, Rachel. Uh, <laughs> I will not tell my wife's joke because I have to sleep with her later tonight. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh, you think you're coming into bed? You're funny. Um, but... Um, I don't, I don't like how they've handled the the ancient ones in the MCU in general. The fact that the Collector and the Grandmaster are just jokes when they are ancient, like second creation of the universe kind of things. But I mean, at the how, same token, how many people you know who really truly follow this stuff? Nobody cares about them except for me. <laughs> well, uh, more more importantly, I would ask like how how would you do any different? Because at some point, somebody's so powerful that it's impossible to convey that in a movie, like in a cinematic storytelling uh, set piece. How do you show it? And of course, the the dumb, obvious answer is the way the DC universe does it, which is like show them blowing up a planet. But but that doesn't that doesn't resonate. That you don't feel anything. So instead, you know, like for example, Thanos is about as powerful as you could represent by showing him kicking the ass of of uh, everyone, Hulk, and Thor in the first fifteen minutes of the movie in a very visceral, credible way. I don't see any way to make that work with the collector or, or you know, the master or any of that stuff. Maybe. I mean, with the collector, it would be a little bit easier than the grandmaster because the collector, you know, has all of these gadgets and things like that at his, at his uh, beck and call and can he sold things. all of those. Lying is like breathing to you. He doesn't sell shit. I he, wonder like, if, if that was yeah, just he's the collector, not the merchant. Not the mafia, no. <laughs> um. So, all right. Um, we've talked, we, Brian. You've talked about your least favorite things in the movie, uh, mainly Captain America. <laughs> uh, by, by the way, by the way, least favorite does not mean I did not enjoy every moment that they were on there. It just meant that, uh, yeah. you know, somebody's got to come in below bronze. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, somebody's got to come in bronze. Because he's gonna Don't tell that to schools anymore. Um, Ew, what was your, to, uh, what was your uh, takeaway best part of this? Uh, surprises to me were ensemble, character to character, you know, two uh, oh. cocksure characters face off, facing off with each other. All of those moments were amazing, whether it's uh, Tony Stark and, and Doctor Strange, that was electric. Uh, same thing with Star-Lord and Thor. Um, uh, I loved the, uh, the quieter elements, for example, in all of the previous guardians movies, 
there's one thing that you knew you could never get away with saying to uh, Rocket's face is calling him, you know, anything. Any such a cute bunny rabbit. And instead, you know, in the presence of of of, of a pirate angel, he shuts the hell up and just <laughs> lets himself be called a rabbit the entire movie. It was delightful. Like all, all of those character interactions, the fact that they used the um uh the shortcut of all of our knowledge of their backstories in order to provide for uh, interactions that uh, I, I don't know. It was great. I, I, I loved all the character stuff. It was great. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you see Thor directing rocket raccoon to this dying star and think, Oh wait. Yeah. That totally makes sense. They're both from basically space and you would never have thought that until you see them doing it and you get the little, as much as it is a fun little throwaway line, oh yeah, that was an elective in high school, it immediately threads that connection from Asgard to the rest of the galactic civilization. So I got a question for you guys. I got a question. Uh, right now, I think it's fair to say that of the male leads in the MCU, you have uh, Thor, Banner, uh, uh, Tony Stark, and Star-Lord kill three of them, who do you save? Ooh. Uh, kill Banner. This is a really weird fuck, marry, marry, kill situation, but it's all kill. It's, it's, it's a new game I invented called Kill, Kill, Kill. Oh, wait, you <laughs> here? No, it's Kill, 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 Save. Yeah, um, Kill, Kill, Kill. Eh. <laughs> that's the one left. Um, personally, um, kill Banner because the Hulk is just never really been a huge character like that I've ever been attached. How to. can you say that after Thor Ragnarok? Like they did such a good job, and it, Thor Ragnarok plus the the first act of this really set up more of the interplay between Banner and the Hulk that existed in the comics than uh, really anything since the first Hulk movie, which I think was unfairly maligned. No, it wasn't. That movie. No, you can kill Bruce oh, Banner. A- you know why? Because his performance anxiety made me loss, loss of love. Sorry. Um, uh, Tony Stark, I'd say, can kill because you can replace that character with any other one. Um... It would suck to have to lose Peter Parker's dad again, but you know it is what it is. <laughs> um, and the other, I guess Thor. You would kill Thor. I would kill yeah. Thor. Kill you could Thor? Have, have Natalie Portman come in and be Thor. I would keep Thor in a heartbeat. Thor has gone from the jokiest. Uh, uh, I don't know, the punchline of characters to his performance in Ragnarok and this movie. He has grown the most oh, as an actor. He is, he is the best part of the MCU right now. I just think that there's more story to tell with Star-Lord, and he would be the only other one that I would be willing to, like, like. Okay, so, so here's, uh, let me make a case for keeping Thor and killing everyone else. Um, <laughs> sure. We're running- I, we're, we've run out of surprises with Tony Stark. Yeah. Uh, we, we, right now, I could give any situation in the world, and all of you could tell me exactly what Tony Stark would do. Yes. Uh, same thing. Star-Lord. I'm pretty sure I could do the exact same thing. 
I think Banner could surprise you, but Thor is at his most interesting point in the entire history of everything because he was defined as a son, then he was defined as a brother. Now he's defined for the first time on his own as somebody who's not a fish out of water, but somebody who finds himself strong, powerful, and alone in the universe and also very motivated. I, I, I think Thor is the most interesting character in the MCU right now. I, I, could, I could see that. It's just that there are, because because of it being a, he's had his arc, I could see, especially if they, I mean, if I was writing it, kill him off, but, you know, give him a, you know, give him a heroes out. Um, send, him, send him off to Valhalla. Exactly. Let let him complete his arc, but at the end of it is him dead. <laughs> or, you know, at least no longer, like, throw him into the future and let him be God King Thor. Whoa. Uh, well, no, because with Thor, I'm talking about from a movie standpoint, you could go from Earth to space, like, flawlessly. Not really flawlessly, though. Like, well, there's no, no, been- not, not flawless, but, like, he, it, 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 would, it could work with a, a, uh, an Earth-based or a planet-based storyline or a space story. But so could Star-Lord once he finally gets into his character. The issue that they've had with Star-Lord is you haven't had him long enough. And also, I'm biased because I've loved Star-Lord since the early 2000s. And I'm one of the three people that knew about the Guardians of the Galaxy before the movie came out. But, I, but Star-Lord was always defined as looking for you know, his parents. And, and now he's, we've found all of them. And I don't know what his motivation is. Whereas I feel like with Thor... You know, we began the Thor story in the MCU as him preparing self, himself to take over for his father. And, uh, and a lot of hijinks ensued. And now we find ourselves like uh, now it's really time for him to start doing that. He has to he has to rebuild and, and step into his dad's shadow. But in the uh, same token, OK, so in the first movie, we had uh, Quill as finding himself as a being. You know, he was nobody. He was. A, he was a scavenger. He was nothing. And then he found where he should be in the universe. And the second movie, dealing with himself as an entity, the fact that he has this untapped power, which, by the way, I'm kind of upset that they never touched on in this movie, uh, except for, hey, my dad was a god and I killed him. Um, <laughs> like, that, it would have been a little bit more interesting to see him tap, tap into his celestial abilities, which hopefully will get more in. Well, he's still around, right? Or did no, we lose got, him? No. He, got he got dusted. Yeah, we lost oh, him. Okay. The only guardian right. that did not get dusted was Rocket. And let's be okay. fair. We know this is going to be a DBZ scenario. We're oh, going to yeah. summon Infinity Stone Shenron. They're all going to come back. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know so... about... Oh, okay, so that's that's an interesting question. Who's for reals dead and who is not? Gamora's uh, probably for real dead. Right? No, Gamora is not dead. Gamora is trapped with is the Soul Stone. So once that shatters, once the we've soul- already seen her in the Soul Stone. So so we think we're okay. Yeah, I think anybody. I mean, after I mean, the, the common consensus anybody after the to- the Soul Stone becomes a thing is coming back to life. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that Shuri actually backed up Vision before she fled the science room. Probably. So I'm pretty sure she and she and Vision are going to be okay. Uh, probably Loki's probably dead. Dead. Yeah, Loki's dead. Sadly, I love yeah. Loki's dead. 
Well, but but also we got a lot of Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. I think he did a great job. Good on you, Tom. And Enjoy he romantic comedies for the rest of your career. Like Loki died a hero, and that's one thing that like he needed. Like he didn't um, die the villain. He didn't die the comic relief. He died an awful bad hero. Bad at his own job. He didn't. His <laughs> one job is to deceive. And he couldn't deceive like 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 a he deceived like a like a like like a kid's magician. It was awful. <laughs> uh, what was the uh, the other guy that died? Uh... Heimdall. Yeah, uh, yeah, Heimdall dead. He he oh, yeah. no, he's dead. dead. He he said he doesn't want to do it anymore. So I now he's for him to go be John Stewart as the Green Lantern. Like that's all I, I need. Say, yeah, now or he's James free to go Bond. be Green Lantern. Yeah, James Bond, like or the Doctor after uh, thirteen is done, like or yes. Just not another Dark Tower movie. <laughs> uh, he, so he was no good as the gunslinger. The rest of the movie was garbage. <laughs> so there's no more Asgardians, right? Uh, no, half one. of them are still alive. Where are they? Because the ship got blown they, up. Well, there was explosions on the ship, but they also, I think they did a good enough job of saying these are the rules Everything Thanos touches, he takes what he wants, and then half the people live. Yeah, so, so like, when we saw a lot of explosions, I took that as okay, half of them are dead. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, and he probably like sent them away or something along those lines. Like, he he does what he does and then just kind of goes away. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he doesn't kill maliciously. He's killing for his cause. So yeah, and, the- and explicitly said half of them are dead. So it's it is a matter. Of, the rest of them are the half of them are still alive. Um, probably and not. We're, we're probably spared from the dusting at that. Yeah, probably yeah. not Taika Waititi's character because I don't think he's directing anything else right now for the MCU. Are you talking <laughs> about the big rock dude? Yes. Yeah. Well, Piss off, I, uh, I my... love. Him, he's probably not coming back. Though, have you guys? Uh, I, I, if you can, if you have not, and Dale, I can't wait to show you this. Uh, listen to Taika Waititi's uh, director commentary for Thor Ragnarok. It is the best thing ever. Like it I is. Haven't. One thousand, like he is just insane, and I love him. Like he has this thing where he will call Kate Blanchett every other Kate in existence except for Kate Blanchett, and it's ah. oh, so Dale reading uh, celebrity names exactly. Like one ah. time, uh, one time Hella comes up on screen and he goes, oh, "Draw me like one of your French women." Oh wait, wrong Kate again. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> it is just brilliant. Like, and you get all these pretty cinematics and everything funny in the background, and it's just this guy who is genuinely funny. Like, he's like, it's like he's MST3King his own movie. Exactly. Yeah. Like, he goes up and goes, "I'm sorry for saying things that aren't making sense to the movie, but they have so- they keep shocking me every time I shut up." <laughs> That's funny. Uh, hey guys, I'd hate to bug out, but uh, uh, it's it's getting late on my end. Um, it, it, I don't want to break format. Uh, what do you guys usually do? So, all right, yeah, it's actually yeah. getting another time anyway. Uh, and our one K, fa- we failed the one K challenge. Um, oh well, so, uh, all it's all right. Uh, so, what we're gonna go ahead and go into the uh, Tito's Tito rating. This is our obligatory scale of zero to ten. Half points matter. But you have to tell us which half of the transvestite you want to touch. Uh, and we'll start with you, Brian. Zero to ten. What did you think of this movie and why? I don't know what the scale is, but I want to touch the penis. 
<laughs> you can't touch the penis. <laughs> Permission to touch the penis. It's the okay, trainees. Anything below a five means you would not recommend anyone watch this movie. I'll tell you what. Have, have any of you guys encountered anyone who has seen this movie having seen zero MCU movies before it? I have not, no. No. I would love to hear that. But but I'm going to assume that everybody has seen at least one or two. Um, I'm seeing some people telling me that they're that on their scale, this is like the third or fourth place MCU movie. I, I can't speak to the permanent place of the quality of the movie, but I will say it is number one in experience. I, I can't think of a single movie in the last 20 years that I've seen three times in the movie theater in the first week uh, and, and genuinely gotten something out of it every single time. Uh, I, I, I might have to give Avengers one of my highest recommendations ever. Oof, nice. So, um, would you say 10? Perfect 10? Or no, 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 no. It's far from, it's far from perfect. Did, did you not hear the fact that the moment I got on here, I started shitting all over it? Yeah, I know. Uh, I prefer you for an answer, Brian. Uh, this is real. I will give it. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't understand the transvestite scale, but I'll give it a 9 out of 10, and I would caress its balls. How about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right, bro. So, uh, you, you'd found all the stones? Yeah. No. Stones. They're in my hand right now. It's amazing. His stones, her stones. How does that work? Yes. Their stones? Their stones. You use <laughs> their stones. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, uh, so we'll go ahead and let you. We'll go ahead and let you go, Brian. But first, let uh, tell people of the two people who don't know where to get you at online. Where can people find you at? Uh, I'll tell you what, man. I got a lot of stuff going on, but there's only one thing I really care about. Uh, about you trying, if you have not tried it, check out the Modern Rogue at YouTube.com/slash/ModernRogue. Jason Murphy and I are on a quest to become the ultimate gentleman, warrior, and scoundrel, and um, it, it's it's doing well enough that I'm I. I uh, yesterday, uh, we submitted a bid, and we're getting property, and we're going to get seven acres to build did, a modern rogue world headquarters. Did it officially uh, get done? Did it officially go through? The paperwork finally go through? I have not announced this publicly until just now. Well, yeah, we got the puppy, and so now, now the game is: Can I get the financing? New game. Oh, <laughs> fun hot game. Yeah. Killing this oh. right now. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. If you need an IT person for the puppy complex, I I may know a person. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, I, I, I that may, person is I, me. I may have <laughs> made some calls and found out whether or not there was gigabit fiber available in the area, and I may be very pleased with the result. Also, uh, I, oh, man, I, I'm I'm I, I'm I'm going to cut myself off because I don't want to I don't want to say something out of turn. Yeah. But we're talking about having like a launch party on a certain day and then doing it again every year until six years from now on that same day, we can have that same party only. Oh, I don't know. There happens to be a total eclipse. Uh, that would be fun. Yes. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Like the first thing that I thought of when you were talking about that on attack was like, 
All right. How much? First thing was, how much do I have to pay for a Geek.io studio there? And the second thing I thought of was, man, I wonder if he needs somebody for to handle the IT there because. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We do. We do. <laughs> uh, g- g- give me a moment. Give me a little bit of time, but let's make this yeah. happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, Brian. I, I, would, I might be willing to move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My skills are limited, but I know someone with a marketing degree too. So there's that. <laughs> See, look, it's all coming together. Uh, all right. Hey, I love you guys. I, I got to bow out, but uh, thank you. Uh, this was fantastic, man. What a great time. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming thank on. You thank you, Brian. All right. Thank see you guys. Bye. Bye. Some rest. It's Bona McButt. <laughs> bye, 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 bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's awesome man. having him on again. Oh, my God. He is oh, one of my God. favorite human beings in this entire universe. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. And positive, positive things came out of that last little bit. I'm glad of this. <laughs> also, we're all for the of the puppy being gotten. You hear, you guys? We need to clip oh. this out and send it everywhere. So we've got it time code. Well, we got time code anyway, so there's yes. that. Oh, my God. That is so exciting. I'm actually really <laughs> excited for that. <laughs> we got the puppy. Uh, nice. All right, so so for the non night attack aficionados in the group, uh, he's been kind of he's been chomping at the bit to get a place of his own because he runs like myself everything out of his house, and he like myself has been getting more and more increasingly frustrated with that. So he's been looking at firehouses, warehouses, and shit like that. Unlike me, he has a worldwide empire that he has to take into consideration. So he's been there's been this back and forth on this seven acre piece of land that he has been. His his dreams have been dashed, and they've been rebuilt and dashed. And it's like a, he keeps getting put through the time stone. Uh, hey, real estate agent, I've come to bargain. Um, and now this, the big announcement was uh, on Tuesday that he wasn't sure. He was like ninety percent sure that he got it, and it's always been called getting a puppy. Uh, <laughs> he was like ninety percent sure, and then yes, he got it, and that is fantastic. Hopefully so, the pu- <laughs> I remember when they first started talking about getting the puppy. The we puppy got the firehouse. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the, 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 the the puppy. We're not going. We're getting the puppy, but the puppy has cancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not putting down the puppy, but yeah, they 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 looked into a firehouse. Just like, oh yeah, we can run cable through it. We can get gigabit, and then it just like fizzled. Yeah. If we have an opportunity to have Geek.io head wor- uh, headquarters in a freaking firehouse. <laughs> right? <laughs> it, it, yeah. So that is, that is, I'm super excited for him because I like to live vicariously through people a lot more uh, successful than I am. And so I don't know how that feels at all. Also, uh, uh, I have a good feeling that I might be able to piggyback off of his success. Oh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, all right. So now the old thing of going left or right now that Brian had to leave. Um, all right. So Tito's for me for this movie. Oh my God. You guys, I have seen this movie. What Rachel, we've seen this movie three times now. Um, three for audio listeners. And, uh, 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 and Rachel wasn't uh, talking. It was scary that she just didn't say anything. <laughs> no, I'm finishing up an IEP. No. Um, so, oh my God, you guys, I fucking love this movie. I absolutely, and like Brian said, I took something different out of it each and every time that I've seen it. Um, 
you know, my love affair with Black Panther and Wakanda just continues to grow. And the fact that they killed him made me realize that, oh, yeah, this is a part one. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the, the fact that Okoye had to watch him dissolve in front of her. Oof. That was almost as heart-wrenching as Spider-Man. Yes. Um, it, it just, this movie did, like, took everything that the DCEU has been trying to do over the last couple of years and just, like, smacked them around like a like a grade school bully. Like, it just, it it, it was insane how, like, dark, but, like, still inspiring and heartfelt, and, but, you know, funny and perfectly paced. Like, yes, this movie was long, but then again, I own all of the extended Lord of the Rings and watch them regularly. <laughs> yeah, so I am it's true. Except the, for the Hobbit. He will not watch the Hobbit. I purposely said Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the, the, the thing of it is, like the, the the whole part one ordeal is is really summed up in the last thing Doctor Strange says. This, this was the only way. Yeah. Like th- th- this was the one situation where we win. Yeah. And it might not seem like a win at first, but okay. obviously if he went through 14 million and some odd 14,605 <laughs> because he missed my ending. Oh, very nice ending. So, <laughs> it's a happy ending. It is. Oh, <laughs> I be. Uh, so I mean like Brian said, I mean it's not a perfect movie. Um and before I've been kind of willing to throw at tens, but since I'm getting a little bit more, you know, bringing myself down off of those and I'm trying not to give out tens, um, unless it absolutely 100% warrants it. And I mean, frankly, I like Chris Evans, but he wore down this movie for me. Every time he was on screen, it was just like, Oh man. Okay. Something else stupid is going to happen to make me try and feel something for captain America when he dies next movie. And I'm just not, that bit though, I, man, he, I'm gonna be a hot mess when he officially dies, right? Like um, that's gonna be the end of me. He's handsome, but he's no Luke Cage. He's he's heroic, but he's no Thor. He's you know he's all of these things, but he's not X. And he's supposed to be. Well, he's touted to be the perfection. He is he is meant to be the perfect human being, and he's just not. I know you love him, Dale, and I get that, but. I kind of legal now. I can't stand him. Um, it's it's legal now. Like my, my, my honeymoon has worn off. My my favorite things like Winter Soldier was the only time that I enjoyed a Captain America movie with him actually being the main focus point of it. I liked Civil War a lot because while it was a Captain America titled movie, there was a lot less Captain America in there, and I could actually deal with it. So I'm going to give this it, movie nine point five. It was really good, really strong, and I fucking love it and it is only not a 10 because like i said i'm trying to rein back giving 10s out to movies so mm-hmm. you're taking 0.5 just for captain america yes captain america and also scarlet witch again like i didn't like her much in uh mm. uh age of ultron um and i expected like when they brought the vision scarlet witch relationship in there i'm like oh cool we're gonna get some emotion out of this woman nope no, she is just. It was she, a red herring. She's a limp fish. <laughs> and the problem too with those two is, uh, Rhino actually mentioned this when we were talking about the movie earlier. 
it's hard to have vision and stuff like this because he's so powerful that you have to nerf him or get him off screen in order for there to be a conflict. Well, I mean, same thing with Thor. I mean, it, it, it's it is a very like it, it's a very similar thing. They're both god tier people, and yeah, you're right. Vision. There has to be a problem with vision in these. Um, but whenever like when something like this happened in the comic books, no more mutants happened. And like, I wanted, I just wanted some kind of emotional resonance from her. And there's just not, thank you, baby. Um, it just, it was like between captain America and that, like, I love the fact that they're finally pulling that into a relationship. It's just not great. So the, for those two reasons, I brought it down a half point. Um, legit. Rachel's not in, back at her desk yet. She just gave me an ice cream bar. So I'm going to eat this ice cream bar and stop talking and let Dale talk. Ooh. Hi. Um, I've been having my issues all episode, apparently. So there's that. Apparently, some app is controlling my microphone, even though I have all of that turned off. So that's exciting. Um, this movie is, like, again, for the second week in a row, we've had a really hard movie to judge, but this time for a completely different reason, and thank God for that. Um, like, Wait for two weeks when Deadpool comes around. <laughs> oh my God, that's going to be... That's going to be a mess. Uh, give it to you. That's going to give it to you. Mm-mm. Anyway... Uh, so, this movie is really good. Like, it's a stunning movie, and it achieves so many different feats. Like, it, it achieves so many... Uh, it raises the bar so much. Like, from a, tel- a storytelling point of view, uh, an engineering point of view, like, a, a character point of view as well, and, and like, like, the running joke throughout this episode is the 512 characters that there are in this movie... Uh, the weird my, thing is, Dale, <laughs> the number that popped in my head before you said that was 613. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not too far off. Uh, it's the Dale exaggeration scale. Enjoy. But, like, and trying to, like, and having different groups of characters interact with each other. My, my first thought and, that I had. once. Like, that was the best part. Yeah. Right, 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 and like it was a very. I don't. I'm probably going to regret saying this, but I say a lot of things that I regret. But it was a very Star Wars kind of way to uh, keep the movie progressing, like it, like having these separate groups of characters around the place, uh, which, by the way. Quick tangential. Did anyone see the previews for Solo? In uh, I really am not looking forward to watching that movie. So I hope, hope that we don't have to watch this, that movie for the show. No, uh, no. I made that mistake with Rogue One. That's not happening again. Hundred and nine. Well, you look great. Is it just me, or does that movie looks like look like a gangster movie for no apparent reason? I mean, it's meant to be. Uh, Solo is meant to be kind of the gangster. He's movie, a but, smuggler, but it just—it looks like a bad gangster movie. That's that's something. <laughs> that 
<laughs> certainly is something. I am not, not looking forward to that movie, and sadly, especially with it being a, a theater-based movie, I try and reserve the theater-based movies for something that I think will enjoy. Does it always work that way? It's <laughs> like, always one of those kind of movies. Now, episode nine will be a guaranteed, but I yeah. think it's solo. Yeah, but the Italian job was good, Death by Mage. No, it wasn't! No, what? it wasn't! I, I enjoyed the Italian job! You're wrong! No! Whoa, I had an Italian job the other day, but that's a whole other story. Uh, hey uh, back So much track. olive oil. You know, right? Or virgin oil. Take your pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> what am I doing with my life? Uh, so, this, this movie kind of encapsulates what an Avengers movie is supposed to be. Not whatever the heck Age of Ultron was. Right. Like, I think Age of Ultron has gone down. Like, I think I even gave that movie like a seven or a six, but I'm going to have to rewatch like, it. You gave that all really high marks, except for you, I think. But you were the closest one to being right. I That movie is pretty hot garbage. <laughs> and it, it suffers from the, the Captain America Civil War kind of thing, where it's just too political and i know that's where they were in that time but looking back on that it's like there's so many better ways to do that movie and of course the stakes are higher in this movie uh than it was back in ultron and it paid off and thank god for that uh the the production of course is brilliant stanley still being in these movies makes me happy uh yes i'm starting to come around on convincing that yes my husband may not have been the best in this movie. I, I'm starting to come around on that. <laughs> but I, I'm so with the fan fiction, though. I expected something a little bit more than just a bro hug when they finally, when <laughs> Bucky and Captain Harris more on at that. At least they hugged because the, the trailer just showed them like doing the bro hand clasp thing. Right, right. The bro hand clasp thing. All right, bro fist. Um, and the, the whoa, uh, and the fact that they were together when, um, when Bucky dissolved was was kind of fun. I guess I don't know. That's kind of a weird sentence, but well, at least it kind of. <laughs> I'll stop the world and melt with you. <laughs> oh. So romantic, right? See, oh. I'm not the only one. Mm-hmm. Much romance. Mm-hmm. More romance between those two than uh, with Nat and uh, Bruce. That's very true. I, I, that I so hate weird. that plot line. Yeah. Did we just all forget that that ever happened? Yes. Yeah. No one. I, hey. Sun's getting real low. <laughs> Note to editor. Which bit of this episode doesn't exist? Is that like, it? The, um, the part that really bothers me about it is the whole we're both monsters thing. It's like, well, I mean, yeah, you're a trained assassin, but you think you're a monster because your lady bits got surgically removed. That, that yeah. doesn't really make you a monster. I mean, not these days, but it's a different time, I suppose. That was what, 10 that years ago. A bad hairpiece and spray tan makes you a monster. Yeah, also, the whole, like, I'm a monster because I can't have kids thing is super fucking insensitive. Yeah. Uh, yes, this movie's not perfect, and again, I'm going to follow the C- the CJ rule and 
preferably stop giving out tens because I, I feel like I've given out way too many tens. And whilst yes, this movie was amazing, the only difference is with Black Panther was a very culturally important groundbreak. What was that? Important. Yeah, a very culturally groundbreaking film. Wonder Woman was the same. I know different universe, but still the same sort of um, culture sense. Uh, so I'm going to give this movie a flat nine. Boom. All right. Uh, now that Rachel's back, we'll skip back to her. I have to unmute myself because I'm sucking on my chocolate. <laughs> no, not 99. Jesus. Oh, so you did track down Mr. Duke. <laughs> well, you know, girls got priorities. The girls gotta do what a girl's gotta do. So they're gonna do the fusion dance and be Duke Queen, and Rachel is gonna be. Uh... <laughs> so okay, but with our nine hundred character. <laughs> Missing names, which that I will, I, I do have to say that does bother me. And I think, Josh, you, you can agree that the fact that they didn't name the children of Thanos, it bothered me. Yeah, like, like I had no idea that these guys were supposed to be that big of a deal. They, they came across as mooks. Yeah, mm. that, that, that's what bothered me because, especially considering, um, crap, his name is not there, CJ Squidward. Uh, have any more. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a legit reason. I have I am busting my ass. Also, the they directly call him Squidward, so that's now that's now the only thing that people can think of him. Yeah. Right. I personally thought Voldemort, but you know, Squidward's fine, I suppose. Like he's a cross between Voldemort and Squidward. You and know? I can't we can't say we can't say Voldemort oh. because it's a WB thing and WB OCC. So yeah, that'll never happen. I thought it was a really strange stretch into previous episodes of this show, but anyway, there's a whole other story. <laughs> no, no, they won't. They can't say they won't say Voldemort because of the attachments to the DC universe because WB. But strange, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I digress, but the fact that they did not give him any recognition for the fact that he can legit take down and has taken down in the comics Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like, he has fucked him up in the comics. And they just completely right over it. They don't give a shit. It's like, he's got some really fun moves, like when um, Tony launches, what's his nuts back with the scythe? And he just kind of goes, and you watch him go. Uh, oh, I'm I'm literally doing this strictly to prove that one of us paid attention. One of us knows what they're talking about. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm allowed to be tired. Um, like I know you don't talk to my midnight, but so that makes me happy at least. Yes, the the fact no, they didn't give her a name either. Uh, I think they address her as Midnight once. They called her Midnight once, but it's like, okay, at least you're giving her, you know, part of her name. I can kind of forgive that because most people still aren't going to know her because she's not super powerful, but she's still a pain in the ass, and they made her a pushover. Anyway, I digress. But no, 
Maude, the fact that they gave him no recognition for the fact that he is a powerful mentalist on par, if not actually more powerful than Doctor Strange, annoys me. There were some great scenes. And there were some scenes you kind of went, I think I missed something. Because, like, our 24,000 characters <laughs> were all going in 40 different directions. And you're kind of going, huh, you're not supposed to split up the party. It worked for them splitting the party in this I moment. want a Starbucks in Wakanda. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to petition for Starbucks to open up in Wakanda. What what does it take for that? Can I go to Starbucks.com? How to franchise. <laughs> right? Uh, you know, they don't I, franchise Starbucks. It's all corporate owned. It is all corporate owned, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not one for relocating to small, unknown areas that are very um, rural. I don't like the country that much, but I'd, I'd totally be willing to relocate to Wakanda and it's, you know, third world country status and open the Starbucks for them. I know the routines. I've got you covered. Um, <laughs> I will even learn yeah. their newest drink because this one's new and I like it. And it's cold and it's got almond foam on it and it made me happy. So. <laughs> I love you, Rachel. <laughs> seeing the good parts of it made my heart happy. Looking upwards at the angle of. Hi, if your skirts flapped in the breeze, I could see your, you know, religion was kind Under of thing. <laughs> the first time we watched it, we were the first row. That's all I'm saying. Front row center for this movie is not great, you guys. <laughs> I could front row see center is never recommended for any movie, even in a reclining chair. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the only thing that made the first viewing even remotely okay was the reclining chair of the movie theater. But yeah, it was it was rough. But it was worth it. Yeah. And I had to go see it because I knew if I didn't, I have friends on my Facebook that are assholes that would have spoiled the out of it for me that day. Oh, yeah. <sighs> like, I did not go to Facebook for two solid days after this came out until I went and saw it. Why, Joyce? surprised I wasn't spoiled on this. I mean, I avoided the trailers like the plague, but I'm actually surprised I didn't get spoiled on this. No, I had friends that were messaging me, and I'm like, nope, I'm not answering you. Bye bye. <laughs> Closed it. Toodles. Two of them texted me, like, have you seen it? I'm like, I'm, I'm not even going to pretend I saw the text. I do like the fact that, by the way, they had a trending hashtag about don't spoil the movie, jackasses, and it worked. My co-worker came in, because he went to the opening night showing, and I love him, but he spent $40 on his ticket, and $40 on his wife's ticket, and $40 on both of his girls' tickets. So $160 to go to the movies? I'm not that dedicated! IMAX! That is too much money IMAX for just the special ticket. special pre-showing with some opening shit, too. Mm. Anyway. You're right, You Karen. walked into work yet the next day and was like, so, so, I was like, so help me God, I will bust your balls off your body right now in front of every student that's here on campus. Keeping in mind, it's an hour before kids get there. And <laughs> he just looked at me wide-eyed, and both of my children went, No! <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go see it. It's not perfect. Would I totally sit and tear this movie apart for shits and giggles? Yes. 
will I probably go see it at least two more times in the theaters to make it a total of five, which would be the first time I've seen a movie in theater five times? Probably. Am I a little annoyed that MoviePass finally stopped their unlimited views? Yes. Well, most definitely. <laughs> like, I got to see Black Panther three times in the theaters. Thank you, MoviePass. And then the very next time I try to go, I can't even see fucking Black Panther again. You. Fix your shit. Jerks. Um, I'm not going to give it a 9. Not going to give it a 9.5, nor am I going to give it a 10. Because it really is not perfect, and there are some serious flaws that bother me. But I will give it an 8.5. But that half has to be Mbaku's lower half, because that ass. <laughs> Drives you a little bananas? Schwood can go play with the dangly bits. I, I just want that ass. <laughs> yeah, no, nope, nope. Nope. Not, not saying what I was thinking. Let's move on. <laughs> I've got hey, to do what I was thinking. No, I don't disagree with you. It's just, let's not relate the two. Why not? He said, he said he wanted to play with the balls. Oh, mm, what already that's... said he wants to play with the dangly bits? I don't need the dangly bits. I mean, here is an Ivy League educated man who is brilliant, who I just want to grab his ass. Legit. <laughs> okay, let's... Alright. Let's uh, I believe it's uh, my goal, right? <laughs> I'm Dale! No, it's just... I've said a lot of stuff that I... Yeah, I'm being cautious today. I'm very confused as to why you're being super cautious about dumb things like this, like responding. To I people. nearly, I nearly gave out people's addresses on the pre-show, so let's not go there. Anyway, well, what you can do is go to ideas.starbucks.com and have a field day. Anyway, round. Okay, so when in this movie have watched every single Marvel movie? Um. Yeah. Ragnarok was great. This one, I loved it. Even with them not showing a lot of love to Captain America and his little discount shield, I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed every minute of this movie. Not knowing as in-depth in the comics with the children of Thanos, I was pretty, like, okay. Like, all right, these guys are pretty bad, but okay. Uh, one gets sucked out of into space. Um, one gets his hand chopped off in the freaking snow. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and uh, let's see, another one gets beat down right by the Hulk by by Banner. And what uh, happened? By Mecha Hannah uh, Banner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. He got fried in in the shield. Um. The other two, the the lady and the. Not so beefy, dude. Midnight and uh, oh no no, it was just the it was just the the lady versus uh, Black Widow and um, yeah, it was the chick fight, but a really cool chick fight. Yes, that was amazing. <laughs> and then Scarlet Witch comes down and is like, "Why was she up there?" Um, yeah, I, I like I like the the lady fight. Uh, I it's a little upsetting that it had to be a lady fight, but it was a really well done lady fight. Yeah. Um, like 
we've said, I mean, it's a Thanos story. It's not an Avengers. I mean, they are the main... If you're reading this and you're not knowing who the good guys and the bad guys are, well, Thanos wants to kill half of the universe. Yes. But he's being altruistic. He, he is going legitimately for what he feels is the right thing to do. To better the people that survive, he's being completely, you know, logical. Separating himself from it and being like, okay, this is what has to happen. You stay, you go, you stay, you go, you stay, you go. He's yeah. Tr- he's doing what he feels is legitimately the right thing to do. Yeah. And with all that and that little grin that he gives at the end with like a job well done. <sighs> that well, he, he did say that, you know, he would look he out upon a grateful like. universe and smile. Yeah. And he it's not grateful. like Yeah. And it's he doesn't want him to become well, at least in the movie it didn't show like he wanted to rule anyone. He just wanted to. He wants to save the universe. Yeah, and this is, by to... the way, if you ever get a question, if you ever have a question about, um, like, D and D alignments, lawful evil is exactly one thousand percent what you have with uh, Thanos. Like, oh. he, he doesn't show like, oh, I want to rule the universe. No, I want to balance the universe. Yeah, but m- murdering billions of people is a pretty evil act according to the laws of D&D which yes. is what CJ's talking about. Yes. Yeah. No, that's um, the lawful evil. Like he like he, you know, is within his own rules, he's the good guy. Yes. Um so at the end of the day watching this, we had reclining seats and we were in the third row. No, with your recliner seats and your meals being delivered, I this is insane. I'm giving this movie <laughs> this a, is nine, America. a nine point five. <laughs> this is not insane. The, this is America. Um, I kind of did wish that it was a trilogy because maybe it would have been two two hours and forty minutes. Why are you hung up on this? Did you not watch the Lord of the Rings movie? I know, I know, but it's just like. All the Hobbit movies, for that matter, those things were long too. Did, did well, you seriously want to keep just been. watching them beat the same dead horse, walk the same five hundred feet? Yeah, the thing is, is that if this had been uh, spread out into more movies, they would have hit the same plot points. There just would have been more filler, and it would have been good filler, but it still would have been filler. Yeah, That's this what- was all killer, no filler. Yeah, I I would really like to see what the director's cut would be because, holy crap, I want to see, this is how much they left in. How much did they cut? Was this like a six-hour movie before they cut it down? Man, oh, I, th- I think I remember reading that before editing, it was over three hours. I'd believe that. Yeah, absolutely. Would you have watched the three-hour movie? Yes! <laughs> Have you not seen the Lord of the Rings movies? <laughs> Dude, again, I own all three extended editions for the Lord of the Rings movies. By the way, those clock at almost five hours. Each. Each. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, well, the walking. That's Rockets my, that's my review. <laughs> again, looks like a rabbit to me. I am not a rabbit. Uh, Carrie. Yep, okay. Wait. Huh? 
So, usual scales. Was I entertained? Fuck yes. Would I recommend this movie to somebody? Fuck yes. So, we're already at, you know, at least a five, which, come on, fucking duh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Sassy Carrie is the best. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Got me all self conscious now. Jeez. <laughs> um, the women in this movie. Um, there actually were some. There were no token girls. The girls all got to kick ass. Yes, there was a lady fight, but the thing is, is that you got to see. And this was actually one of my favorite parts of that whole sequence, because you have Black Widow, and you have Okoye, and these are both highly trained, highly deadly, expert martial women. They have never met. They have probably never even heard of each other. And yet, immediately upon finding themselves next to each other in an extremely chaotic battlefield, and surprise, hey, boss-level villain drops down in front of you, they are able to, without a word, seamlessly work together. Yeah. And it was fucking beautiful, which is why I had to reference it in my nickname earlier in the show. Um, I know people will probably argue this point with me, but technically they did kind of fridge Gamora. Yes, she is still here, and yes, she is going to be coming back, and thankfully her... Okay, the death of her physical body served the point of the... served the entire story of the film rather than just some dude's story. But they did kind of fridge her a little bit. Yeah, and that was disappointing. Okay. <laughs> I and like I said, I know that your mileage may vary there, and I am being very nitpicky on the definition of the trope, but it is a trope that kind of bothers me. And the one reason I'm not super pissed about it is because she is still around and she is going to be coming back, and it did serve the entire movie. Like if it if it had just been Thanos's story and she was really dead, I would have been sh- screaming about it from the beginning of the show. Um, yeah, Captain America was not at his personal best during the film, but I think that makes sense for his character arc, and I feel like he, we're going to get him coming back to that in the next movie. I think your husband is going to return, Dale. Yay! I think he's going to have one final hurrah. I hope he'll survive it, but we'll see. Um, I don't want him to die, but he but will. It makes this sad because breakups are hard. But this movie, the pacing was on point. I don't think they should have extended it into two movies. The costuming, the visual effects were all stunning. The score was absolutely incredible in that they had... So many different genres of music, and Rhino and I were talking about this as well, to signify where we were in the universe. You had the awesome mix for the Guardians. You had the African drums for Wakanda. There were all these audio cues to let you know what was going on, and they somehow blended it together beautifully. And then there's just the logistics of having umpteen, a baker's dozen of baker's dozens characters interwoven through a plot. And to have it feel so seamless and so organic, where DC has to pull out the fucking shoehorn to get, what, five characters on screen together, and it feels awkward and forced? Right. Mm -hmm. 
And yet this, you know, going into it, I was a little bit afraid of just sheer chaos and pandemonium and not being able to follow what was going on. But it worked and it worked extremely well. And yeah, I was a little bit sad in that the writer in me knows where this is going. And it did take the emotional punch out of things for me. I wanted to feel more when I saw people dissolving, but so many people had already died that the writer in me knew they were coming back. The thing with the reality stone, yeah, the effect was cool. And yeah, that's the whole point of the reality stone. That made me not want to believe anything I saw on screen, which again, kind of took the punch away a little bit. That's fair. And so, but all in all, I fucking love this movie. It's real, real solid. Yeah, no, I mean, no, no movie is perfect. The tens that we give are because the movie transcends just rating a movie. And so I'm going to go 9.5. All right. Nice. Josh. Guys, I'm not feeling so good. No. Um. I was entertained. I, I, I go to super I, I go to superhero movies to be entertained, to forget about the harshness of the world and reality for a while. And I was entertained. Everything was pretty awesome. Um I, I laughed a lot. Some tears were shed. It did not feel like an almost three hour movie. So the pacing was really on point. Um, but it was definitely not my favorite movie because it did a lot of things that I don't particularly like to see in movies. Um, I know Carrie mentioned the reality stone breaking immersion for her a little bit because, well, now you can't trust what you're seeing. But I, I didn't like seeing what was presented sometimes like using it to mess with their perception of nowhere. Okay. Yeah. That was a little, that's that's cool. That makes sense. Using it to, you know, cube up like Play-Doh or ribbonify, you know, a ridiculously adorable character. I hate body horror stuff. It's why I don't like the vast majority of horror movies because it's all just shock gut twisters. And I don't go to see stuff like that. I mean, that's why I fucking loved Kingsman, where everybody's head started exploding into confetti. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was that that was shock done amusingly, not like, oh God, she's a coil of ribbon and I can see her eye looking around still. That's terrifying. It, just, it came from nowhere. Look. No, it came from Pinos. Had- <laughs> And like, yeah, I realize that's kind of the thing you can do with something called the reality stone. And I was glad that it was only a temporary, you know, ailment and everything was okay after that point. But then he got his finger snapping. And I don't, 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 don't like movies where the bad guy wins. And this was a definitive win for Thanos. Yes, it quote-unquote cost him everything. Yes, he had to kill someone he loved. 
but it was it was not a happy ending and i don't like you go to superhero movies to see the happy ending to know that good will triumph over evil and ev- and the sun will rise again and everything will be good you don't go to have your heart ripped out of your chest as a teenage boy with superpowers clings to his father figure saying that he doesn't want to go that he's scared because spoiler alert that hits real hard for me because i'm fucking terrified of the concept of death i almost broke down crying because jazz put dust in the wind as part of the intro because i cannot listen to that song without my brain going cold in my head terrified thinking about the concept that one day my existence is going to come to an end and nothing I have done before that is going to matter. No, I feel bad because I'm the one who picked it. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't know. Cause it's, it's not something I like to bring up because then I get the song stuck in my head and Hey, there goes my depression again. Mm-hmm. But while I am glad to know that they're calling in Captain Marvel, that Adam Warlock hasn't shown up, and Adam Warlock has always been the caretaker of the Infinity Stones when Thanos isn't making a grab for them. I know that everybody's going to be okay, and that these heroes are going to come back and save the day, and everything will be good, but I did not leave the movie feeling good. And that's a failure of a summer blockbuster superhero movie to me. You know... And I, I realized that, you know, they could have, they were thinking about making this a two-part stretch-out movie, possibly a three-part. And I know that, you know, when sequels, part twos and such are on the line, things aren't always going to end on the best note. But it still left kind of a sour taste in my mouth because, again, as I mentioned earlier in the movie, they killed off the vast majority of the characters I actually care about. I mean, they left fucking... Exo Walker Cripple Don Cheadle War Machine and Falcon for fuck's sake. The Falcon got did did he just did, that's yeah. The thing yeah he's he's such a bit character I don't even remember if he died or not. But they left so many low rung roster characters and killed off all the great ones. And yeah, it's 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 not my favorite Marvel movie. It's not my favorite Avengers movie. And it, especially with something like Deadpool coming up, which is going to be fucking balls to the wall ridiculous like Deadpool is, it's probably not going to be my favorite movie of the year. And probably going to be one of the lower scores I've ever given a Marvel movie. It's it's like a 6.5 for me. Oh, geez. It's, it, it's a good movie. I would recommend it. I commend what it did. But I personally do not really care for it much because I wanted to have my spirits lifted and to forget about the harsh cruelties of the world, that there are people out there in our world that actually think like Thanos does that think, you know, genocides are the answer to problems. So that, that that's me. If you ever feel like watching this movie again, I would be interested to see if that changes in context of watching the two infinity war movies back to back. As, like, one movie. Yeah. And just skip the reality zone scene. But yeah, that that totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I understand. I understand where you're coming on that one. I mean, 
kind of vehemently disagree with you on that one, but you know, that's part of the fun. Yeah. And it's that, that's why it's a multi-person rating system. You get differences, opinions. And as as we've established, we're from different universes, CJ. So sometimes our paths are going to diverge. Yeah. Because Josh and CJ are the same person. They, they, they go like this. They crisscross. Uh, yeah, one is you- from Berenstein Universe and the other is Berenstein Universe. We've been over this. Yeah, in my universe, Trump wasn't elected. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I feel uncomfortable because he does a new show. Hey, guess what I'm doing this weekend? I'm going to bring hey. Trump back into generic hey, live show. Hey, CJ. Hey, we had two 9-11 references on what? this show. Said, hey, CJ, not hey, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> um... You have Emperor Al Gore in, in your universe, right? Yes. <laughs> Moon, Moon Emperor Al Gore. <laughs> All right. All right. What did we get as an average, Dale? Uh, we got 8.786. Oh, boy. That's... Man, did I drag that down. It's all right. I mean, it's still better than Age of Ultron, so there is that. Uh... Most things are better than Age of Ultron. At least this beat. Uh, this card is better than Age of Ultron. Our, our our number one rating in in everything. It's better than Sausage Party. That right? Far 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 far. far. I would definitely watch this Wait. again. Reality Stone scenes and all before I would watch Sausage Party again. No, well, no, you no, you don't get to play that card. I'm sorry. Why? After last well, week, no, you, you do not get to play that card ever again, young man. You, you rated Full Metal Alchemist lower than Sausage Party. By just, half a point. Doesn't matter. Raul, <laughs> I will grow these fingernails out and your time at Dragon Con will be torturous. Half trainees are important too, you know. So, okay. So between... Half training okay. lives matter. All right. I'll, I'll talk about this in, in, in the post show, but yeah, okay. There is no, no. show. It's one a.m. Oh, oh, yes. shoot! It's already one. Okay. Uh, All right. Long, just like the movie. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, you can reach us, but you can watch. I have not been drinking. Uh, you can listen to the show live Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific Fridays at 12 p.m. Australian Standard Time. Twitch.tv/slash/geekio show. If we get closer and closer to 1,000 followers. That prize pool will just continue to go up, you guys. We're gonna roll over. How I mean, the prize pool will roll over. <laughs> I mean, we'll roll. I'll roll. I'll roll over if we hit one k. Yeah, roll. I'll roll over too. <laughs> Why the hell not? Uh, you, can, <laughs> uh, you can get a hold of us uh, via email. We have a new email, you guys. Just as a heads up: show at geek ionet Twitter and Facebook and all the social medias are, of course, slash Geekio Show, as they always have been. And, of course, our Geek Hotline, which is 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-GEEK. We have a Discord. net slash Discord, where you can chat with us live. And you can head over to Patreon.com slash Geekio to get signed up for a... Um, a private Discord channel with all of us, where you can actually where you can influence the shows that you love and so much more. Hey Josh, I'm not happy to ask you this question. <laughs> oh, hey CJ, I can see why. I am definitely not, uh, and I'm I mean, not lying in the notes. 
Can What's we say going on next week? Yeah. Next week, we're rant and reviewing in our continuation of anime, uh, the Netflix Death Note movie. Let oh, me just write my da- name down now. T- tell right. me again why we didn't do Marvelous May. Because uh, uh, because CJ's an asshole. Because ding, 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 now it's time for... <clears throat> Thanks, Rachel. No, I was going to do this originally. We already had it out there, and I had plans already. Death Note was one of them. Now, bear in mind, this is not going to be a good movie. But I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a fun rant and review. It'll be a fun episode because I'm a dumbass and don't know anything. Well, I, like like I said, I think like I said in the Full Metal Alchemist one, I think it'll be a very interesting start contrast with I you. I think and this one no. might might be easier yeah. for you to digest. Yeah, and Dale, I think, it, yeah, it, like what CJ yes. was saying, it's important to have the point of view of somebody who has not seen anime so we can compare people's impressions of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, no, I'm just, I'm just making fun of myself. Um, I also think that I think this will be a lot better to rant and review than to watch separately. So I think, I think this will be, I think it'll be an interesting thing for us to, I, uh, interesting thought experiment. So yeah, Which I is- saw it for the third time last weekend with Felix and uh, Ruben. Felix didn't like it. Yeah, plot twist. Yeah, right. I mean, Felix yeah. not like what? <laughs> okay, we'll we'll, we'll get into late later. Uh, we'll get, we'll let's see, let's week, talk but... about how I'm actually winning right now by what? a ton. Yeah, by a large margin. Smackdown update. A metric ton too, not an imperial ton. Roll wins. Moving on. And I'm actually not in last place yet. Spoiler alert. Somehow. Uh, uh, my my anticipation of Avengers having a gigantic second week fall off did not fall did not follow through. Uh, so, so Raul made even more money. Yes, Raul yeah, the, the drop off was only fifty percent, meaning the movie went from making seven hundred and fifty million dollars to three hundred and fifty. <laughs> Which any movie would kill <laughs> to get. Yeah, I was a lot bigger drop-off. It didn't happen. My advertising of Tully obviously didn't work, which, by the way, I did not expect to see a preview for Tully in this movie. I did not expect that Avenger ends its run, is it today or tomorrow? Uh, Tomorrow. For for the SmackDown. Oh, Fridays? Okay. Um, Entering second week, Bad Samaritan and Tully. Uh, Opening this week, Life of the Party... Charles having his second movie. Uh, so just to show everybody where he's at, uh, Raul is at $13.5 million. I'm at $1.6 million. Dale's at five, 452K and Charles is at 222K. Uh, Robot House are waiting for their first trip. We picked the late bloomers. Yeah. Hopefully. Hmm. All right. Um, we had some things going on this week. Yeah, we Generic did. Live Show hosts its own Ask Me Anything. And we learn about sassy penguins and what the opposite of koala is. Oh, it said cola, but it's koala. Oh, yeah. But coming up <laughs> this Sunday, Dell is out on assignment, so CJ will be taking over the generic live show. <laughs> what does he have planned? <laughs> Tune in I, to find I, out. I... And we also had the manipool. It has often been said that things are not always what they appear to be at first glance. <laughs> Harsh lessons. 
harsh uh, lessons are learned from a from a what? A, uh, charlatan? Harsh with, lessons are learned from a charlatan with sinister secrets. Questions are raised and convictions are tested. How will Valfreya, Jokiro, and Calabras and company handle this cagey situation? Join us, won't you, and find out for yourself. Cagey situation. Thank you, Joss. Raul reading scripts is my favorite thing, except when it's my scripts and then it's frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh. and we had Liquid Handicap with CJ and Josh. They hit up the Mega Man-esque roguelike 20XX on Liquid. Yeah, tune in for more of that next week. Oh! Can't wait. 20 XXX, bigger, longer, uncut. And more nuts. Now with 20% more nuts. Always more nuts. Always 20% more nuts. All right. And of course, the final bit of the show is where we take a look at our show titles that we've had through the show. Go over to geekioshow.showbot.tv and using the bang title command, have been adding stuff through the show. And now's the time when Carrie embarrasses herself by reading them. So we have the chillest intro ever, Howard the Suck, Thanos, Quickensore, Hulka Hulk Burning Fudge, In Bigness, Stay a While and Be Psychoanalyzed, McButts is my favorite burger, Tron only in real life, Hulk as a boner, Kmart Voldemort, The Lady, The Big One, and The Other One, In the Presence of a Pirate Angel, I'm not adding that to show titles, and then... <laughs> TJ turned around and write and added it to the show titles. Anyway, I don't know the scale, but I want to touch the penis. <laughs> that, but I think that's a little too long. Pardon the pun. Oh, I like Thanos. <laughs> Howard. The I kind of like stay. Kmart Voldemort. This kind of good. I kind of like stay a while and be psychoanalyzed, if only just to reference the guest. Howard the suck is so. I have to suck a burning fudge because I would legitimately eat that. <laughs> right? That would the suck is actually pretty good. All right. We're going to go ahead and play the outro and figure out titles in the post show. We'll talk to you guys next week. Don't raise your name. Uh, today, but wait now and then. Bye. Uh, Bye. This no, this one. Oh. Hope you've enjoyed this Geek.io Media Network production. For more, visit geek-io.net. Copyright 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs)